You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and New South Wales bias. Back on the eve of Origin 3. Obviously, Origin 2's already happened. If you didn't know that, turn off and go to hell. Uh, but we're back, ready to rip, ready to tear. My friend Edward Simpson's here, looking good, tanned, buff, bronzed. Mm, buff. I'll take buff. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I know you haven't been working as hard as you, you know, might time gone by, but you are looking buff. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Welcome back. I think I'm just feeling good after that win last Wednesday. Good for you and I to get out there. It was nice for us to get out. Thanks to St. Peter Volandis. Yeah. And Andrew Parsons in front of the show. More importantly, Andrew Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> St. Peter Volandis just for getting the game on was more what I was saying, but Andrew yeah. Parsons for getting us the seats. <laughs> <laughs> Which were terrific. Which were fantastic seats. Uh, but what a night. What a night for the state, Tom. Great night for the state. Coinciding with, obviously, the changing of the anthem to ba-da-da-da-da, mm. uh, the now... Which has been very well received. The state's embrace ba-da-da-da-da. It just rolls off the tongue so well. It's an easy song to get behind. Have I been singing it? Was I singing it in the car on the way home to Dubbo on the weekend? I've been singing it nonstop. You're hearing it out the, the bedroom window in the streets. Did Ella ask me to fucking shut up a couple of times? Yeah. And I hope you just ba-da-da-da-da. Couldn't help it. I'm like, mate, I'm high for win. I'm not yeah. going to stop. Yeah, it was a couple of days ago, but, but that I doesn't mean, matter. Like, if it was, if it was an origin period, Tonka she, loved I could it. Understand Tonka why loved it. Be like, hey, can you stop da 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 dying? Mm. But in and around origin period, it's like, no, of course I'm going to da da da. Yeah, yeah, I am. Because um, you know, New South Wales, we're the Blues. We Queensland, are the Blues. You're Queensland, lose. you're going to lose. So we will, we will get into our, uh, you know, our night out there at ANZ Stadium, one of the great places in the state. Um, <laughs> And, you know, sport in general, there's a lot to cover. Yeah, there is. A um, couple of things from the weekend, personally for me. Yeah. Where's this going? Well, look, I don't... <laughs> this was forced... My hand's been forced here because I think maybe D or Dave or you posted my scores on the fucking Hello Sport Instagram on the weekend after I made a return from Thick Ropes, which I didn't want you to do. I'm, you know, it was embarrassing, but people sort of reach out all the time want to see how I'm going but yeah look I did come back I did return I did get a 50 I did carry my bat essentially um, and I did get man of the match on the losing side um, look they're calling it one of the great innings again Division 7 Sunday comp Sydney last man is standing. Division 7 the bottom comp you're correct correct <laughs> right at home mate it's still a division Eddie it is and it still has competition after it which it- means that People in there are fighting hard, tooth and nail. Mate, look, I'm not going to... I feel like the punter and the dribbler essentially are Division 7 competitors. I'm not going to begrudge your work in Division 7 because Division 7 traditionally... One of the proudest divisions. Well, historically one of the proudest divisions, but where the punter and the dribbler usually... More so the dribbler usually reside. A lot of dribblers in Division 7 sport. Punters, they can fluctuate sort of... Well, punters can sometimes be a little bit more... You know what, Eddie? As I say this, punters and dribblers can fluctuate across all divisions, really. They're not specific to a division. No, they're not. But if you looked at a bell curve, Tom... You'd probably say dribblers more on the lower division, punters, yeah. higher division, but they then become dribblers because they take it too seriously. Yes. So it's a weird... It's actually a fucking oxymoron, Dave. Is that no, there's the word pe- there's, pe- there's people doing PhDs out there trying to work out how you know the how punter and the dribbler works. works and what makes them up and what defines them. We will, we will be getting to our much anticipated HSP whiteboard sessions mm. uh, at some point. And Dave, maybe note that one down. But shout out to all the students out there, you know, studying 
Or doing a doctorate in punting and dribbling. Yeah. Oh, mate, you've got it. You've got it. Something's got to be looked at. Anyway, so did I top score? Yes. Did I get another 50? Yes. Did we lose? Yes. But as they say, uh, as our good friends Pez and Higo say, great cricketer, um, uh, like top scoring or like 100, which is the 50 equivalent in last man standing, is almost sweeter in a losing side because I'm the only one that really did it. Uh, you know, one other, per- one other couple other people with the bat, but you know. I come back here basically a champion. That's all I wanted to say. Mm. Yeah, I can tell, mate. You seem absolutely chomping at the bit about this. Could you sleep after the win? Were your personal win the loss, but a win? Uh, look, I slept soundly, actually, to be honest. But I've never, I haven't, I've been doing a bit of exercise as I, again, I'm, you know, I share everything I'm doing yes. to the point of exhaustion. And then I just stop talking about it when, like, I stop exercising or something, right? I just don't let you know that I've given up. But I have been exercising relatively consistently over the past couple of months. And I've never been sore in my life from cricket as opposed to anything I've been doing. Now, I don't know if that means I'm not exercising properly or if it just means that I went the big lift. No, it just, no, it works different parts of the board, mate. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You just, you know, you're over, you've been over strenuous in areas that have not had attention in years, decades. My, my pull shot muscles haven't been used. <laughs> when was the last time you pulled off the chin, mate? Uh, Sunday. Twice for six. <laughs> and now you saw. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to Thick Ropes County. Uh, great to be back with you boys, and we'll get another win soon. But there was just one other thing I wanted to talk about yeah, from, from my own perspective. If I can just open it up the floor to me. Haven't asked Dave how he is yet. Do we care? Not Look, not as much as you might think. <laughs> um, so, on Friday, obviously, you know, I'm the proud father of one Evie Rose Birmingham. Mm. Official baby, Official baby the podcast. So she does this thing called Jimbaroo, which is like a little thing you take your kids baby to. Baby gymnastics? Sort of. like It's like a baby class where all the babies go and they do like sensory shit, like looking around, grabbing stuff. Steph does it with her all the time. Steph does it with her all the time. And do you she, ever go? So Steph goes, can you do Jimbaroo with her on Friday? And I'm like... Oh yeah, like what? What's this about? Just like again, just some sensory shit. You play with them on some like trampolines and some swings and stuff, and then that's sort of that's it. And I'm like, oh, this seems fine. You know, you're with a bunch of mothers mainly. The dads aren't all there. A lot of mums on maternity leave and shit. One other guy, one other dad was there, but you're getting in there, and then like that's I've just gone in with that expectation, and then cut to like five minutes in. And we're sitting in a circle with our babies and the, the like the lady that's sort of hosting the whole do. All right, everyone, now get up and hold your babies. We're going to run around in a circle galloping like horses. <laughs> I'm like, what? Come on, everyone, up. And dads, don't be shy. And I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? Gallop like horses. Dads don't be shy. She would have well, she would have you, spotted you a mile away. As soon as you say dads don't be shy, dad's now got to fucking put in like some far lap <laughs> quality gallop around the bloody... And like you can't just run. Like I had to fucking gallop like a horse. How do you go as a galloper? I didn't look... You got at, any gallop in you? I don't have much gallop in What were you wearing? I was, just, I was wearing shorts and socks and a t-shirt. I'm just thinking, were you were you out and about oh, during the gallop? I had like I had room to maneuver my legs, but it was like it was shameless, like shameful. It was like I had to be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, dude. And then I called Steph after. She's like, "How's that?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, look, it was all good. Like Evie had fun." And I was like, "Didn't know I was galloping like a horse." And she almost like she couldn't breathe. She was laughing. So I was like, "I knew, I, knew, I couldn't tell you. I knew you'd be wigging out." And like, I don't want to go. 
you know, those things just overwhelm me a little bit in those situations where it's like, I didn't even look at anyone either. Steph was like, was anyone else galloping? I was like, I just looked straight ahead, doll. It was business time. It was business time. I had to gallop for my daughter. Well, pride was on the line. Yeah, they would have been like, who's that oaf over there who can't gallop? Well, Steph then was speaking to one of the mothers who's in her mother's group. Who and was there. what, you were outed? She goes, that was, wasn't galloping from what I saw. I was like, ah, oh, shit. And I mean, by gallop, it was more of a prance, but I didn't, I didn't nail it either way, apparently. So shout out to all the dads in Jimbaroo galloping like horses. Shout out to you. You're the real ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the real hard workers. You're the backbone of this nation. You've galloped in Jimbaroo, then yeah. fucking hell, have a beer. You're a great Australian. Thank God I wasn't doing that on the weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. How was your weekend, mate? Good, mate. Got back to Dubbo. Mum and Dad put on a little engagement party, which was very sweet. Lovely. Very sweet. What happened? Um, so they just had their sort of their their family friends over that have been, you know, around me, for I suppose, yeah, 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 for yeah. my whole life. So that was that was cool. Couple of beers, speeches. Dad made a short oh, one, which was sweet. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he it go? It was nice. Yeah, he went well. Get he emotional? Well. No, he didn't get emotional. No, he doesn't often get emotional. Right? Yeah, he's a like a stern. Not well, Stern. Stern's not. He seems like a sweetheart from his jam review. And well, I've only really a, met him a, once. He's a very sweet man. Yes, but like that generation aren't. They're not necessarily big cries. quick to tears. I mean, Ella's old man's quick to tears. Yeah. So you know, he may be the exception to the rule. Well, no. Shout I think, out to Tim, but in a beautiful way, of right? Of course. Well, and or I when think, you, is that when you beat him in Finska? Well. <laughs> I think as well, daughters maybe get you going. The, Bro, the, the I, men, I think daughters get the men going quicker. Like if it was my sister getting married, I think he's on for the tears. I do. Think I almost that. started crying watching The Block the other night. <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. I'm not even joking. They were all getting reunited with their family, and I was like, holy shit, this is so Mate, bad. I almost started crying in Renovation Australia the other day. Big weekend. Someone did a great reno. <laughs> it's wild, dude. I'm just fucking... I'm a, you hit your 30s, and I mean, having a kid doesn't help, but yeah. like, you just tears a moment yeah. away. Anyway, back to But you. look, there wasn't tears, but it was nice. Yes. Really nice stuff. Like I say, a couple of beers, and we went out for dinner, which was beautiful. Grandma came over for the next day for a Liddy? barbecue. Liddy came over the next day for a barbecue. Liddy's in tip top shape. Shout out to Liddy. Um, and her boyfriend. I think you'd say Ron. Damn. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she, she, she still Lydian got it. She Ron. still got it. She still got it. Huge. So look, my weekend was wholesome as it gets. Really wholesome yeah. stuff. And shout out to Tonga who went the big lift in the car on the way home. It was like Loved 38 it. degrees and was in hell. But he went. The you big don't lift. have aircon in your car. We do, but he was just hating it. Yeah, right. He just he overheated on the way to the car. And it was all over for him. Fucking trying to heat that big black body down. Like he was just. <laughs> The black hair, I think, just traps heat. Traps all and, the hair, and then in it's there. all. It's just fucking early. Was <laughs> he did? I, I've never heard a dog pant for as long and as violently. Did he have any water? Of course, he had water. I'm not a savage. Well, that's what I'm just trying to work out. You know, we can get RSPCA up our ass, mate. Seriously, I was like, they fucking pull us over here. Little, <laughs> <laughs> you're smuggling a dog animal dog. welfare bloody check would be in trouble. But anyway, um, great weekend, mate. Yeah. Fucking terrific. Not to pry into uh, Grandma Liddy's personal life, but what's Ron like as a bloke? One of the great blokes. Yeah. One of the great blokes. Dotes. He dotes over Can it. we get an age uh, bracket? Yeah, 80s. 80s. Low, low, mid, low, low 80s. And this is Liddy as well? Liddy's 80-something. So you, we, don't need to, we don't need to No, I mean, 80s. Liddy on the pod. No, no, no. no. Mate, she, would, she wouldn't know what a podcast is, but Just she's 84 maybe, 82, and he's 80. 
or 81. Love that. And they just dote over each other or he dotes after her. It's just like they've got this great little sort of friendship, like company thing going on, you know what I mean? When you get to that age, you sort of people are dying and you've got less friends and now COVID, you're in high, and the, locked in. Locked in. But they're just, they're just boying each other. Oh, it's, love it's it. beautiful love stuff. Love it. Dude, old people... Ron old had a new love. shirt. He had a new shirt on oh, for for the barbecue for the special which event. He got it. I can't remember the name. I should shout out to this tailor in Dubbo. Apparently, they do great shirts for twenty four bucks. Can't remember what they're called, so I'm not going to help anyone. No, but I mean, Ron, but he looks sharp as a tack. Looks sharp as a yeah, yeah. Had the boots polished, mate. Shout out to Ron and Liddy. I'd love to see. Have you any pictures of Ron and Liddy? We don't necessarily have to do it right now, but I would like to see. A I'll photo. show you some afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and obviously. We will find out the name of the place that made Ron's shirt. <laughs> we, we will. We have we to. Know, we have to. We have the to. The punters and dribbles are going to be like, what the no, fuck? Because if you're in the Central West and you need some new, you know, some, some nice evening wear. Yes. Well, not just evening wear, but like smart casual. Smart casual. All, all Moleskins, nice yeah. pants, Tom. Yeah. A nice button-up shirt, maybe a bit of a checkered pattern. Yes. Then you got to go to this place that I don't remember and get great quality shirts, Tom. For for, for a for fraction a, of the whole bloody, you know, the yeah, big conglomerate price. price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't well, need because be, it's mum and pop stuff. Yeah, you, know? you don't need to be going to Zara or Gazman. God Gaz help Man, us. Please. I mean, Gazman he rolls out some okay stuff, but Gaz, you know, by the by, he's he's pretty pretty expensive. Gaz is, Gaz is gouging the. the Gaz is an expensive Australian. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's gouging old Australians. He's been doing so for fifty years. Margins on Gazman stuff would make you sick. <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor the podcast, guys, then obviously we'll delete this from the internet. Uh, Eddie, you and I, Wednesday, thanks to, again, Parso, Andrew Parsons, the great man, mm. uh, arranged some ticks for us. Uh, we sat down at a pub pre- we had a <coughs> Shout out of- to the Madison. Shout yes. out to the Madison. Now, we decided to get the train out there at Carback, which I was, I was happy with. Worked well. Because well. you don't want to get the You don't want to get the train back. back. Now we sat at the Madison Hotel, which is its. Well, is, it, is that how Surrey Hills? Bottom uh, of Surrey yeah, Hills. I'd say it's the bottom of Surrey. Right Hills. next to Central Station, and we just ripped and we teared. Yeah, Tom got Tom, Tom got down there pretty early with myself, and we just we just worked through VBs. Yeah, <laughs> the very best. They didn't have Blake on tap. Well, that was the only reason. Um, and then we got into the rums. Which I hadn't done for a little while. Not at the not at the pace we were doing them. And you, you we were sitting, we were sitting land speed records for putting away rums. Yeah, and it was showing on your face. It was. I was, I was pissed as a chook. Especially when we tried to do our pre-game checky bet video. It was. I mean, every punter, any punter and dribbler <laughs> with a pair of eyes. Mate, there was a lot of concerned comments. I was, you know, people reached out just to check on my welfare, which is which is really nice. Yeah, it's good to know that you got friends that care. Yeah. Um. Look, I was fine. You were fine. Tom, Tom took me under his wing and sort of, you know, guided me through. Checkpoints. Checkpoints. Got checkpoint here, in. checkpoint there. Got us in. And we yipped and we yahooed. But that's the way to do it. Go to the Madison. Yep. Work into a, a, a shitload. Yep. Jump on the train, head out there. Yeah, terrific. Tell you what, going to the game is fantastic for atmosphere, but you never know. what You don't know anything until you get back. Like, you just know who won, basically. Like, when they said Nathan Cleary got man of the match, I was like, Really? Because maybe that's because we were pissed. no. But the thing about it is the thing about it, and this is my I've sort of had a, th- a little think about this. A, we were pretty pissed, mm-hmm. which doesn't help anything. No. B, your eye watches what it wants to watch. Now, when you're watching telly, they tell you what to watch because the camera's like bang, 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 bang. When that you point. can watch the whole field, you can watch any player. You end up player camming a lot of guys, yeah. and so you're missing 
like the what's actually going on. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what happened. Because like we we wanted Angus Crichton to score a try because we had Crichton and Whiten in a Crichton, blah, blah, blah. You know that. You know, Whiten in a Crichton, New South Wales 13 plus. Oops. Over the over the points. So we we, we missed it by a B's dick. But we ended up player camming Angus Crichton for bloody 60 minutes. Yeah. So I didn't, we didn't watch a whole lot. <laughs> we were just screaming at him. I could tell you everything Crichton did. <laughs> he played a blinder. He played a blinder except for scoring a try. I know he, I know he ran a lot of metres. He, he, look, Crichton played great. I think he ran third most on the field or something I read just then, but we thought he played terrifically. But that's because we play cam the shit. Yeah, we play cam. Why and we we play cam cam the shit. And we also were trolling uh, uh, Christian Welsh. Yeah, I mean, look, that would that that took up 15, 20 minutes. That took up uh, that took up at least a quarter of the game of us just trying to get Christian Welsh to turn around. And and you know, and you yelling Yahoo and and you're singing the song, and then we had Villy's pies. Shout to Villy's pies. And Ollie Arch for getting them. Ollie Arch came back with one of the great food runs all time. Yeah. He's gone Villy's pies for everyone, heaps of chips, plenty of sauce, maybe even a bit of mustard. I can't remember. It was all it was all looked after. Yeah. And these Villy's pies were almost unparalleled in their greatness for in terms of footy pies. Well, but also we did it's one of those things didn't know I needed it until it was there. And then I realized how badly I needed it. It was at a perfect temperature, not too hot, not too cold. You ate it I looked at you, you got the pie, I looked away, I looked back, it was gone. And everyone, we were all like, we were all actually took a moment to be like, where the fuck did that pie go, dude? You, you, we looked away, looked back, and you go, wow, dude, one of the best pies of all time. We go, you finished it? Yeah, mate. We're like, holy shit. I inhaled this thing. As Tom said, I didn't know I needed a Villies until it was gone. And then I could reflect on how great it was. The pastry sensational. So shout out to Villy, one of the great operators. Not going to help in our attempt to get Garlo's on board. Well, Tom's wearing a Garlo's hat because we wanted to tell the punter and the dribbler how great Villy's are, but we also wanted Garlo's an opportunity to tell him how tell we wanted us how great he is. We wanted to give Garlo's an opportunity to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. And then maybe I'll be as impressed as I was by Villies. So I am wearing one of the great Garlo's hats, but that's by the by. Garlo's, reach out. Uh, but you've never eaten a pie quicker. A pie has never been eaten quicker. Shout out to Ollie Arch, one of the great food runs all time. Um, the game itself, Eddie, again, we were cooked, we were fried, we were full of pies, and we were watching Angus Crichton almost solely for the whole game. Um, so what do you take out of that? Well, it's tough. Tell you, i tell you what I took out of the game. Angus didn't get over the stripe. <laughs> and then he got pulled off. And then he got. And at that point, we knew the bet was almost the bet, done. Well, yeah, yeah. save for some freak fluke of nature where you're able to score from the sideline, mm. Gussie'd been pulled off, unceremoniously pulled off. Now, I don't know if that. If our opinion of watching footy live rings true with the punter and the dribbler, but I don't see how you can watch a game of footy live and get the whole package like you do no. at home. I just don't know how it's possible. Unless you are like, I think as well because, and I, I think that does lean into the fact that we were a little bit cooked. Was like, oh, who kicked that? I don't know. And and part of what made Cleary's game so good was he just kicked the dick out of Queensland. I could tell he was kicking well. Same, but I didn't know how well and if it was him kicking every time or whether it was Walker sometimes. So, you know, but like Joey John said, it's the best halves performance he's ever seen. Joey is getting very... Is it hyperbolic? Yes. Like where he's just like one week, he's dog shit, pull him out of the side, he's awful, he's not up to origin. In the next breath, he's saying it's the greatest performance of all time. Now... Joey's the GOAT, yeah. so I'm not disrespecting the GOAT. I'm just saying Joey, it seems to me, as he gets a little older, a little longer in the tooth, 
starting to get very hyperbolic with the way that he assesses football games. Joey I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, like, the greatest halves performance of all time? Look, I read that and went, oh? I mean, now listen, Joey obviously can't name his own performance as the greatest half performance of all time. He can't say after Go to 2005. Yeah, yeah. But he was, in fairness, the only one I heard say that. Everyone else said it was a great game from Nathan, and it was. We, we chipped Nathan. We absolutely chipped the shit out of him. Well, I think that's important you bring that up. We chipped the shit out of him because we hadn't seen him turn up in the big moment. We also said to the naysayers out there that said, oh, you fucking bash clear. We also said we, this is the time for him to rise up. Yeah. Grab the bull by the horns. Like, yeah, you're young, but you're not that young. Like, because you've been playing a lot of football in yeah. that sense that I yes. that I mean that. And now's the time to stand up and, and be the, the near MVP, bloody standout footballer that you can be, be right? Be the man for the state. Be the man for the state. That's all we asked here. Step up and win his football games. Yeah. I don't think we were out of line in any way, shape or form, Tom. And, and you know what he did? He, he responded. Yeah. He stood up for the state. And now we go into game three. With the bloody tails up. And Nath now goes into game three going, oh, I can dominate at this level. Yeah. So now we're good. I've got it in me. I feel like Nath just didn't have the uh, the belief. I think what I think what underpins a lot of him, his performances is if he kicks well. It just sort of, he gets a lot of confidence from that. Yes. You know what I mean? He kicks, his in-game kicking was was fire, baby, all night long. Yeah, it was hot. It was he was hot dominating. Like hitting turf, like yeah. turf hasn't been hit. Yeah. Which gets me up and about. Real hot and bold. Had it on a string, to use an old rugby league adage, Tom. Now, Queensland, we can safely say after that game, worst team in 40 years of origin football. Um, obviously, we were a little concerned after game one, but that was more about us. That was about us. It was about us to, you know, we had to, we had to look internal. Yeah. We had to look internal. Because we just didn't show up in the second half of game one. We all know that. No. And that was an internal issue. Now, Cameron Munster, obviously a big loss. Yes. Was he big enough to stop 34 points? Absolutely not. I don't think so. He would have steadied the ship. I'm not saying he wouldn't have. He's an out-and-out origin footballer. But I think we've got too many weapons in the duffel bag. Tom. Yeah, we got way too many weapons, dude. Too many weapons. We'd, we'd set off an airport security check. Oh, my God. That shut down. That, mate, flights would be grounded across the country. If all of those weapons. If we walked our weapons into the, through the airport Terminal. security, we've got yeah. to fly private, mate. Yeah, exactly. And too we many just... weapons. Too many weapons. Uh, now, Auto we... car, beast. Absolute weapon. Beast. Weapon made of mass for destruction. Beast. Tedesco, beast. Whiten, beast. Crichton. Beast. Cleary. Beast. Sofiti, beast. Paint Haas starting, beast. Cook. Cook. Just, oh, okay. Is there another 10 metres around the rock that I can just eat up and gobble up? With one leg as I've got a boil that's eating through my flesh? Beast. Uh, great Dubbo stock. Isaiah Yo. Beast. Good to see Isaiah get out there. Good to see a Dubbo boy out there. I think the state plays better with a Dubbo boy out Dale there. Dale Finucane. The epitome of rolls your sleeves up. Mm. Like, he just rolls his sleeves up mm. and gets to work. That's what you need in your origin side. Someone that is prepared to roll the sleeves up. He's essentially up. a labourer. He's an unskilled labourer. He's unskilled. He has the gritty <laughs> stuff. He's down in the trenches. He's digging out mud, mate. He's got no skills. And I say that with, like, that is the biggest compliment I could give him. He's a skillless labourer. Yeah. He just gets in there. No tickets. Doesn't know how to use tools. Couldn't use a tool. But he knows how to truck nut. He can truck nut and he can, he can tackle and dig. Yeah. He, he can move he a barrow. Shovel. You move a barrow. Wheelbarrow. Grunt. Grunt. Lift heavy. From seven or three. Yeah. 30. No seven break. No, no, no. No break. And no, he, no breaks. When he hands his timesheet out, there's no break on there. No, no, there's no break. No half an hour off here, bro. No. And no, he's no. happy to get paid for not paid. You know what I mean? Like, so, and he'll do overtime for, yeah. uh, for no overtime hour, uh, yeah. rates. Yes. Is that sort of operate? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you need me to lift these steel poles, uh, you know, up a flight of stairs? Yeah. yeah, good. You know what he is? He's a brickies labourer. Yeah. Tough. Tough as fuck. And strong. Or landscape gardening labourer. I've done that before. Rocked up to the site. 
in jeans, red jeans no less, and I got bagged to shit. For red that. jeans? Steph dropped Who me Who makes well. these decisions for you? What is going on? My mind, dude. I don't know. Red jeans? They're just for jeans I had, and I was like... Why jeans? <laughs> I don't know, dude. What do you mean, jeans you had? Yes, I understand, but like that's... <laughs> it was weird you had jeans on. It's even weirder that they were red. It was 40 degrees in a hot Australian summer. You used to wear a lot of long pants. You used to be mad about pants. Was this, You didn't like your legs or something. Mate, I love my legs. You, you didn't about? wear shorts for ages. My you wear are, pants my everywhere. My legs are my best fucking asset. Look at that. They are. Well, man, that's a bit what, of a teardrop. Were you a bit upset about your knees or something? No, no, no. You used at to all, wear mate. pants everywhere. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I don't mind pants. Pants. 50 degrees, put the pants no, on. No, certainly not in, like, usually. But 60 I, degrees, I'll put the jeans on. Labouring. Oh, I'll put the jeans I on. found myself, and you know, I wore I wore red jeans and a blue, like this, <laughs> like this shirt I'm wearing, for like this, but blue. What shoes? Uh, I think I had steel cap boots. They might have been steel cap Dunlop volleys. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like, I've, I've been bagged out at almost every work site I've ever gone to. Look, I'm not, these hand, these are soft hands. <laughs> I do the work, you know, but I'm certainly no Dale Finucane. You're a long way from Dale. Like, I'm not even unskilled. You know what I mean? A bricky's labour would spit in my face. Tell me to kick rocks. Yeah, you're out. But that's Dale. But that's Dale, though. Dale, uh, wouldn't, would, Dale wouldn't rock up the site in red, red jeans, jeans. Put it that way. No. Dale's wearing the shortest footy shorts he could find. Yeah. You that's nut, sort of, he's, he's nuts hanging out. That's social capital in the labouring <laughs> game. It's like, how short can I get these things? I need a hairy leg all the way up to the crotch, like yeah. real hairy. Yeah. And if I can... And if co- you're an alpha, you can drop a nut. You can drop some nuts out. It's encouraged. If you're an alpha. If you're an alpha. If you're not, I need full red ankle-length jeans. <laughs> and Dunlop steel caps. And Dunlop steel caps in 40-degree heat so that we can make fun of you. And I just thought, I like, I think back to it sometimes and, like, shake my head at myself. Shame. Did you go for a bit of a fold at the ankle? No, I, no you know what? That would have almost leg. been too much. <laughs> it wouldn't have let you on side. No, I would have been shot. Or buried like in with a pot plant and just never to be seen again. <laughs> the next time they renovate that house, they'll uncover. Yeah, you they'll find your me and they'll yeah. like, oh, I can tell why they killed this loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just a skeleton with red <laughs> jeans, red jeans, jeans yeah. on, skeleton in red jeans, and a blue like dental assistant shirt. Um, but anyway, Dale, hell of, hell of an origin footballer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to Wednesday. Yes, we haven't won a game three at Suncorp at a cider, Tom. Everything on the line since Joey took the boys up there and we pumped them, put 30 on them back in 2005. It's, I think Wednesday night's got that sort of feel. Yeah, about 100% it. it does. As I said before, I think that could be blood in the water. Queensland, worst team of all time. Mm. Um, and we're probably the greatest team of all time. Not being biased, just sort of a running my eye over proceedings. Well, on paper. On paper. Um, but, I mean, what's cool is there's going to be full full stadium at Suncorp. They'll need it. They will need it. But also, there's going to be 40,000 devastated Queenslanders there when we put the nail in the coffin and we go, well, eight in a row, what? Yeah. We just put 40 on you. Yeah. We just put 40 on you in front of a packed house. There's not a New South Wales person in sight. No one's no New South Wales allowed in. And you just got 50 put on you. That's and, what I'm And thinking. now no one thinks about eight in a row. All they think is about three in a row, now looking for four. Yeah. Probably going to get it, looking for five. Yeah. And then we march on to nine. Now, I don't know... They've obviously named the teams. Can you? They have. Can you? Whereas, whereas, we're exactly the same. Um, Cable comes back. Christian Welsh comes back. Mm -hmm. But Um, I just want to like. I felt bad. Harry Grant onto the bench. Can yeah? Can you just get the team up and react? I feel bad for 
Philip Sammy of Queensland winger fame, who just looked so out of his depth. He well, just he's got, been he's been has he been dropped? Yeah, Corey dropped. Allen comes in. You always feel bad for a player when they get dropped after one game where they played horribly. Like if you just if they were like, oh, we're just going for a different feel, or like someone else has come back. But you're like, oh, Philip Sammy, you you sucked ass. I apologize for saying that to you, and and you have been dutifully, you know, taken out the back and shot. Um, but so we've got uh, Val Holmes, Xavier Coates. I like Xavier Coates. He's been a fucking good player, and he's just like, like you see his post game interviews and shit. Like he's a good kid. Mm. Kurt Capewell, Curdy Capes. As the, I don't know if we said this last week. He wouldn't get picked in a New South Wales team, and he has Origin football written all over him. He's actually a fucking like a really good, solid player. We did talk about this. Yeah. We said sometimes like there's a Queenslanders that is they seem to be born ready for Origin. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Gagai freak. Corey Allen couldn't even make the Rabbitohs uh, team this year. And then when he did, because Latrell went down, throbbed, and now he's on the wing for Origin. I like Corey Allen. Apparently, they're getting rid of him at South. Manly, take a look at that man. Cam Munster, Daly Cherry Evans, Christian Welsh, friend of the show, good friend, good friend. Uh, why don't you look back at us, Christian? Uh, Dog. Uh, Munster, Cherry, friend, Papali, Kafusi, Jaden Sua, Tino. Now, that Tino and Haas fight, almost one of the great Origin moments. Like, they got a couple of punches in, yeah, whatever, they got sent, but like, they are two of the scariest looking motherfuckers in the world. Like, I can't remember an Origin fight where you would have been like, oh, the scariest guy on this team has gone against the scariest guy on that team. I'm sure it's happened, but there was almost so much chaos back in the day that like everyone's just punching everyone. Mm. Like, Gallon and Miles wasn't the scariest on the scariest. That was just two guys throwing punches, but like, they are so big. And so, like, ferocious. And when Haas is walking off the field, like, going, yeah, come on, come, you're like, like, good luck to any man who ever finds themselves on the wrong side of either of those two people. Good luck. Tino, one of my favorite players. I love Tino. There you said it. But it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean shit in origin. Harry Grant comes in like that. Lindsey Collins, dry arrow. Dynamis Louie, former Manly player. And then what, Ben Hunt maybe on the outer? Uh, He's 18. Adam man. There you go. So he's out. Didn't like yeah. what he, didn't like what he did. I mean, I thought again, we thought he was going all right. Remember we, we were like did. we were going Ben Hunt, bit of energy, bit of energy, but like He seemed to be playing with energy again. Maybe too many runs. Certainly. Well he's been dropped. Yeah, well. Um and then yeah, New South Wales one two, seventeen. As per. As per. Unchanged. Jackie Boy White and turned up again in the second game. Eddie, after, you know, a bit of bed shit in the first game, scored a try. Cody Walker. I liked Cody. This is, I mean. Well, listen. we didn't. We should. We should have touched on Cody. He was everything that we'd wanted. Yeah. Flair, eyes up, run Pizazz, the nut. Run the nut. Pizazz, take on the line, bit of flair, bit of get up and go. That's what I wanted out of our six. Yeah. And we got it. And shout out to Teddy, our, our fearless leader. Yeah, he played well, very well. He played very well. And I think Kempe even said as much in one of his Instagram posts was like, he's almost a victim of his own ability, Tedesco, where it's like when he just rips, you don't actually necessarily notice. He's almost got to have like a 12 out of 10 game. Too go, good for his Teddy own was good. good. Yeah. Too, too good, good for his, his own, own good. good. Only 27, Tedesco. So many more years to throb. Seven more years. Seven easy. Jake Chaboyevich. Plus the two we've already won. Jeez, that, that gets us to nine. Just a quick shout out to Jake because I want to. How are you? Tackled his dick off. Tackled his dick off. Luckily, he's got a monster, so it was actually impossible. It's the one thing Jake can't beat is his own hog. Mm. Is what I'm told. That's well, uh, rumor. The one thing Jake can't tackle 
is his own hog. Yeah. But he tackled everything else. Absolutely. And did. And did. So, um, um, look, I'm absolutely dripping for Wednesday night. I think it'll be a clinic. That's just my feeling. I think the boys been in camp for... You know, four weeks now, five weeks. Like, they just know each other inside out. The camaraderie off the back of Freddie would be at an all-time high. It's a famous win game, too. I just think another week for you boys is bad news for us to be together. That's what I think. I think that the, the combinations will just start to hum. Again, too many weapons in the duff will have to fly, fly private. Yeah. Like, I think you're fucked. That's just how I see it. Yeah. I mean, I think that first game kind of... Queensland just caught them by surprise. Queensland have got that, you know, that origin spirit that can only get you so far. But then when, yeah. you, when you do have a team of throbbers like New South Wales do, and they actually come together and play harmoniously. Mm. Which is what we saw. Of, yeah, in game two. I yeah. feel like a, a, a hoodoo is going to be knocked off here. You know what I mean? New South Wales for the win. Hell of a hoodoo to break. New South Wales, where the blows. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Well, yep. Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you... Mm, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to it Why? as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the, you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Toddler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you- we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't-, didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. Tobler told me I, I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. 
one of them. Okay, so Toddler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void. So you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay. Well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Partners and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. All right, so I think in one of the biggest stories of 2020 so far, Eddie, and obviously the year has thrown up some absolute fucking pearlers, but this one is goes close. Goes very, goes very, close. very close. Bernard Tomic of tanking and tennis matches fame, Australian tennis player fame. Uh, he's got a new misso whose name at Vanessa least, Vanessa, Vanessa Sierra. The, she Vanessa was Sierra. on. She was on Love Island. Uh, the Australian version. Yes, the okay. Australian version. Okay. So. Now I didn't know that until I read an article today, and it sort of jogged my memory. I'm like, holy shit! Where's this come from? Left field is where it's come from. But as I'm, all the good, the good yarns do. Good yarns do. All good yarns come from left field. I certainly am not surprised that uh, that Tomic has ended up with a Love Island contestant. <laughs> No, it doesn't shock me, but one as well who sort of, from memory, came in late and, oh, maybe she didn't come in late. It doesn't matter. So things didn't work out for her. She was always seemed a bit like... I don't remember her. I've watched those shows every once in a while. She was with Matty, the guy that was like, he did amateur wrestling. As in like WWF wrestling? Yeah. and he had like another, he had a pseudonym. Is that the right word? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He had an amateur wrestling career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does it still. He goes down to like the Larkalara cell or the PCYC and he jumps around. Now, I've just on that, before we get any further, I, I like WWF, like I've loved wrestling growing up, but if you don't make it, like it's hard, it's a hard sell. Do you, know what you, I mean? you like, wouldn't go down to the RSL and, and grab a schooner and watch some, some, some amateur stuff? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I also would struggle coming home to dad and being like, yo... I'm I'm wrestling down at the PCYC, and he's like, "What are you fucking talking about?" It's like, "Yeah, I'm called like you know, the Blaze or something." You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing jumps and pretending to be hurt and being like, "Ah!" But he loved it. It was a passion, an you absolute passion. Shout out to passions. Shout out to passions everywhere in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, because listen, you don't get to anywhere. The Undertaker one day, you know, was at one point just. Wrestling at the PCYC. But so. look, point is this. Vanessa was too much for the amateur wrestler. Like, he was like, nah, she crazy. Which says a lot. So now she's found the arms, the loving arms of Bernard Tomic. The no, tender kiss. Yeah, the tender kiss. But a lot of tender kissing in the field in some of the Instagrams they've been putting up. Correct. So they've gone public on Instagram, but even more so, 
she's on OnlyFans. Now, for those of you who don't know, OnlyFans is essentially like a subscription service where it's almost like paying for someone to be able to view someone's Instagram, but instead of just posting pictures of food and shit, they're like getting fucked on there a lot of the time. You can do whatever you want on there, but that's the general... The flavor is I want to pay for... For sexual videos. Yeah. Make of that what you want. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. She, apparently Bernard's made a debut on there. She put up on the Instagram... What did she say on the Instagram? She's basically put something on her story, and it's a picture of Bernard essentially eating her ass. He's biting onto her ass cheek. And she's gone, oops, I convinced Tomic to do something bad. Swipe up to see the video. Sorry, mum. And you can go to our Instagram, at Hellasport Podcast, and you'll you'll see it. But it's basically Bernard Tomic shirtless. His miso uh, laying on the ground and him taking a... What I would say is a healthy mouthful of her ass cheek. Yeah, yeah. It's a healthy mouthful. Absolutely. Uh, look, she's he, an attractive woman. Look, if he applied himself the way he, he goes about eating his, his ass, as he did to the tennis court, he would Mate, have won a major. He, he'd be the Wimbledon champion of eating ass at this point. <laughs> well, at this point, I can't find a winner that's going to... I can't find someone that's going to beat him. No. If there was, you know, some sort of tournament at Flushing Meadows. Yeah, he's singles champ at Flushing. He's singles champ at Roland Garros, Correct. Melbourne Cup. The Aussie Open. Mate, he's got the Grand Slam if, yeah, if eating ass. Yeah, he's the Rod Laver of eating ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, maybe this was, his, this was his destiny all along. Maybe this is his calling. Look, that's why he got so disgruntled on the tennis court, got so frustrated yeah. because he knew deep down that this he's... Is where I, this is where I want to this be. Is, well, it's not, it's not where he wanted to be. He may not have worked it out yet, Tom, no. but deep down his soul knew, I don't want to be out here hitting balls. I want to be out there eating ass. Yeah. That's my calling. And I can't A mouthful of bum. Yeah. I, you, you can't begrudge a man. Like, if you know what you want, think of Matty... Follow your passions. Matty wrestling down at PCYC, uh, you know, nard eating ass. You and I sitting atop the, the podcast heap. Follow your passions. Follow your passions. So I'm sorry to Matty earlier for, for chastising you for that. The same way no one in, this, in Australia should be doing anything but supporting Bernard in his new quest of eating every ass possible. Yes. Now, to, be, to become the rod laver of, of eating, eating ass. ass. Now, that's a tall mountain to climb. That's is a he, huge mountain from to climb. From where I'm sitting, he looks to be on top of it already. Yes. I'm not, I'm not close to the ass-eating world. No. I don't know. It's a you subculture know, you and I haven't dipped our toes into yet. Not yet. Well, I mean, I'm happy to be guided. Yeah. But I'm not sure how, you know, there could be some heavy hitters out there that we don't, we're not aware of. Some real ass-eaters out there. Some real ass-eaters out there who are just, have really refined their craft yeah. over 20, 30 years. Yeah, goat gobblers. You now, know I, I, mean? You know, I mean, you don't know disrespect. I'm just saying there's a shiny new... T- toy or a shiny new... There's a new sheriff in town in the arse-eating realm. Yeah. But this is a... So, so the, apparently Bernard has made uh, a debut on, on Vanessa's OnlyFans. And that does happen from time to time. Uh, not necessarily celebrities, but, you know, often when with sex, Eddie, penises are involved. And so... Not always. Not always, but... Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now, we don't know, but we were just thinking that maybe we should... Sign ourselves up a Hello Sport OnlyFans account, mm. not for us, no, but to just there won't be anything on our account. No, no ass eating on our account. But is it our journalistic duty? Eddie, yes, it is to at least see what happened, see yes. what he did. We have to. We we are the eyes and ears for the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, and if we haven't seen it, then they haven't. Exactly. We owe it to all of our followers to at least see what went on in this video and relay it to the people. Now, Dave. Dave Dave's- was kind enough to 
set us up an account. Yeah, well, surpri- it, unsurprisingly, Dave already had his own account. Yeah, he, so he knew how to set it up. <laughs> he knew how to set it up. He was very quick with yeah, the setup. Yeah, yeah. Where um, are we at? So we've got an account here. We're on her profile. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, do we need headphones? Are we going to be able well, to Well, no. So we, we're not at the video stage just yet. So okay. we can take it from a bit of backstory from yep. whenever that was two days ago. Take She's control. posted there and she said, should I, drop a, should I drop a sex tape like for yes? Wow. And, you know, this was, I think, before anyone really knew she was, or at least... Oh, so she's streams. got the breast out there. Yeah, so she's gone, should I drop a sex tape like for yes? That's gotten about 300 or so likes. Then How the many followers photo, does she have on here, just quickly? Um, she have a heap say, now. Yeah, she. I think she's got a lot more in the last few days. Does it say something there? What? Let, let's read it. Go up. Yeah, yeah, let's go up and just go up so we can see like... Me, my man, and all your favorite Instagram girls naked. That's her bio. Subscription, $3 total. So that's go. all we had to pay? And that gets us till yeah, December 16. So that gets us a full month. Well, that's good there's no rollover. You can just purchase a month's worth. She's yeah. got uh, almost 47,000 likes there. But we can't see how many followers she's got. Okay. I don't think we can see how many followers. Or you can pay 51 bucks. Let's just get the deal here. You can get If you want 15% off, hashtag dribbler. No, 51% off for, three, uh, for 51. No, we've subscribed. Oh, good. And yeah, if you want to pay, no, I'm saying if you want to pay $51 for three months, that's 15% off. Or if you want to pay 96 for six months, that's 20% off. So there are some savings there for the horny punter and dribbler. <laughs> uh, now back to you, Dave. Yeah, so the next post after the like for yes for a sex tape one was a nice topless photo just by the pool, looking very relaxed. Looking a, very relaxed. Yeah, mm, sultry. With a, with a caption there, should I drop a tape with my new man like for yes? And um, so I think she got a lot of likes on that one. And then here comes the big one. Here's the picture. So of, there's the picture as we spoke about before with the caption, oops, I convinced Tomic to do something bad. Like this post if you want our tape straight to your messages. And we have indeed liked the posts. Uh, currently awaiting a message. We've got a nice uh, intro photo from her just for subscribing. Oh, um, congrats. Shit. You now officially have access to my naughtiest, more exclusive channel. Make sure to check every day for new posts. Love, Vanessa. Love, Vanessa. That was nice. So we haven't that. received the video yet. We haven't received We've liked the photo. We're awaiting the video. She did do another little post just saying, to all the new subs who haven't yet received videos, check again tonight. Sometimes messages take a while. But Fuck. we are awaiting eagerly. All right. Well, so do we maybe put a pin in the arse-eating champion of the world? We're going to have to pin him mm. um, and and come back to it maybe towards the end of the podcast and see if she's come back with something. I think so. This will be one that... of the great shames if she hasn't. Yeah. It will be. We'll have to come back to it next week if that's yeah. the case. Look, we the, our hands are tied here. Our hands are tied. I mean, if we really wanted to, we could try and tie her with a little tip and a message just saying, you know, can you please shoot it our way ASAP? <laughs> can Give you it a tip? Go. Can you tip in messages? Yeah, you can tip. Yeah, you can tip. How much do you want to tip her? Tip her five bucks. Five bucks. Good on her. And then just say, I feel like that's a that's a gentleman. I send you a five dollar tip. Can we uh, can we speed up the video, please? Respectfully. <laughs> yeah. With uh, respect. With have you got an ETA? Respect. Have you got? Film me a podcast. <laughs> Do we want it? No, no, don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't. Have you we'll never receive it. ETA on this video. Regards, D or Dave. <laughs> Regards, D or Dave. Now she can find me on my Instagram if she also sees this guy and goes, "Wow, wonder what he looks like." Like naked. you on there, Dave. I yeah. imagine mm. lots of horny little pot smokers. Mm. <laughs> um. All right. So now she we've we've given a tip. We've been very cordial and uh, conciliatory. I think so. 
She sent us a pre-photo as like a thank you. Surely she doesn't have to individually send these videos out. No, I reckon... Oh, yeah, with the videos, I reckon surely she wouldn't have to, yeah. There'd be some sort of technology. Uh, Dave, we'll ask that you just keep an eye on it. And if at Absolutely. any point during this podcast we're talking about something and the video pops up, cut us off and we'll stop what we're doing. Mate, yeah. don't you worry. The next week, two weeks, three weeks, I will very much have my eye on this. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. During just the command yeah, R. That, that too. Yeah. Just command, keep command R. Yeah, no, I will. Yeah. I will. I'm just saying my attention is not going to waver from OnlyFans for the next while. Eddie, obviously it brought great uh, joy to world rugby fans the world over. Mm. Sands people from New Zealand uh, to see them back to back losses. New Zealand rugby officially in crisis, going down to Los Pumas. Yeah, uh, lost to the Pumas. Lost to the Pumas in the Tri Nations. Mm. Uh, first time Argentina's ever beaten the All Blacks since they started playing in 1985. I was down the pub watching it with a bunch of Kiwis, and then sleep dribbler. No, not the sleep dribbler. Reach out. Um, and like they were all in tears, all the coaches and shit of the Argentinian side and the players. And I was like, fuck, man, Europeans are so emotional. Like, good win, but, you know. And then they were like, oh, no, this is the first time they ever won. And I was like, oh, that's actually cool then. That's They're not nice. European as well. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm a fucking <laughs> South American. <laughs> South American. They speak- like, toilet that slide? <laughs> nah. They nah. speak Spanish, don't they? Yeah. That's kind of European. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's an absolute bed shit from me. Yeah. And in the act of bagging someone out makes it even worse because then you're like, no, dude. Dude, I thought it was sick. Yeah, like, they're an emotional piece. Very emotional. Love it. Table. But I was like... And only when I once I realised that you know, it was, was the first it time. Was, was, was it Ledesma? Mario, Mario he's Ledesma. a coach. He was the scrum coach uh, when when the Wallabies went close in 2015. Ah, and then that's why he brought Checker on. That's why he brought Checker on. Like Ledesma had a lot to say about our scrum standing up to the Palms in 2015. Remember when we everyone was said our scrum's weakest pierce, weakest pierce, we'll dominate, we'll dominate. Ledesma was like, no, 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 no. And he got it. He got it. Got it humming. He got it humming. Do we hate Checker for being a turncoat? Well, hate's yeah. a strong word. Hate's a strong word. Look, I'll allow it. Mm. I'll allow it. Yeah. Am I, am I stoked about it? Look, if he's orchestrating wins for them over us, which we're yet to see, yeah. I'm annoyed. But if it's the All Blacks... If it's the so All Blacks, I think it's play on. I thought it was bloody beautiful stuff, mate. Like, yeah, good for world rugby, but like just, just a good story. Yes, great story. Just a good story. I tell you when you could tell there was a bit about him was when there was a fight going on early in the game and the captain was in the thick of it. Then the ref called him over and he's like, mate, you can't be doing that. And he's like, he's disrespecting our player. He's like, I'm playing for my country here, mate. Like, he's dis- he's they're going at our players like, I'm playing for my country. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fucking back down. It was like, ooh, that's cool. That's test match rugby. That's test match rugby. And that is the emotion of the European Argentinian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, they're like... A lot of European influence there. I'll let, I'll hey, you know what I'm saying. I got yeah. my Souths and my Euros mixed up, but you sure. know what I'm saying. Sure, innocent mistake. Emotional people. But, you know, playing for their country, like, it's nice stuff. I love seeing it. it and was it's their, just, um... mate, Ledesma was in the corner of the box having to compose himself. Yeah. He was a mess. He was a mess. Yeah, it was their first game of footy in 402 days. They hadn't played any, like the Argentinian national team has not played any footy in oh, 400 days. shit, I so didn't know that. So they were there ripping and tearing, and that's why they were so keen for that fight early on. They were up for it. Wow, that's a, that's crazy. I didn't mm. realise it had been that long. I know they'd been through some, like the way Ledesma was speaking after the games, that it was some sort of, like it had been some shit conditions for the team as well. But then you can di- but then you consider as well that, you know, New Zealand played their own Super Rugby tournament 
which you know obviously runs on the board like you know kilometers in the legs yeah absolutely and all the games against australia and then they played four games against australia like they went in prime mm, yeah prime. absolutely primed and primed they got already. and they got beaten by what 10 points was it 25 to 15 yeah, 25 15 you know like it wasn't tight tight and the new zealanders i was sitting with uh were like one of them said something like oh yeah well like you know i guess it's you know it's good for it's good for rugby it's good for world rugby which is like such a Cut thing to say. I'll give you the fucking hot tip. They're cut, Kiwi. I'll give you the hot tip. If New Z- if Australia loses to anybody in the cricket... No matter how good we are. Do you reckon I'm turning to the bloke next to be going, oh, great for world cricket? No. no, I'm not. I'm saying, who do we shoot? Who do we shoot? Get me a list yeah. of people to shoot. And I'll shoot them. And we'll shoot them. Because that's how... It's a serious business, mate. It's not like, oh, yeah, good for a rugby. Cut the crap, mate. Be honest. Be honest about it. Be honest about your back-to-back losses. Yeah. Be honest about your losses, you know, a draw, a loss to England, a loss to Australia, and then a loss to Argentina, all in the space of like five or six games in the international rugby. Be honest about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't sugarcoat it, bro. Very New Zealand. Anyway, look, New Zealand rugby in crisis. Australia's going to win the Tri-Nations. Yeah, good opportunity for us. Uh, The shine coming off New Zealand in a big, big way. Which games were part of the Tri-Nations from a Australia well, New versus Zealand. New Zealand perspective, was um, it the last two? I think it might have been the was last. Was it the two middle two? The I think because because um, oh, that had to be in Australia. Yeah, because the whole mm. tournament. So I think it was the it's the last two of the yeah. In terms of draw, yeah, it's the forty three five and the us beating them twenty four two. So we're positioned quite nicely. Yes, we are. We're a win and a loss. New Zealand a win and two losses. Mm. What? Um, I wonder how close the New Zealand coach is from getting shot from like a New Zealand perspective, right? Like New Zealand do not deal well with poor performing coaches and poor performing teams. No, they don't. This guy, you know, you had Graham Henry and Hanson, Steve Hanson. Steve Hanson. Both look like alphas in the coaching game. With alpha resumes and alpha statistics. Yes. This new coach, don't know much about him, but he already looks like a bumbling, fumbling you know, he looks like a bumbler fumbler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the way out, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, there's the door, bro, sort yeah. of stuff. You know, I mean, look, it's early. You can blame COVID, but you know, once a bit of doubt creeps in, Tom, he can take hold and can suffocate you like a python. So, Correct. I'm worried about him. There's pythons wrapping around his neck. Yeah, there's pythons around that boy's neck. So, look, shout out to New Zealand. Shout out to Los Pumas. Shout out to Europe. Shout out to South so America. So, do we play them this weekend, or do they go, or does New Zealand have another crack? Um, no, we've got them on 21st of November, which is... Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. So, yeah. Tell you what, you're reminded every time one of the teams isn't playing of how weak South Africa is in, you know, calling in sick for a rugby tournament. Imagine calling in sick just to defend your World Cup status. Oh, we're world champions. Like, we don't no, want to be bested. bro. Bro, come not. on. I mean, really, we would have let you in. We would have let you in. Of course we would. Just not And oh, what, well, we can't go home? What, you wouldn't want to hang out here for a couple of months, enjoy the Australian summer? Yeah, right, bruh. Yeah, right. You take that to a vote. I know what they're voting for. They're uh, saying, yeah, get me out Aussie here. summer, mate. I'll just go perch up at Byron for the next three months. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah. When's the next flight? I'm out of here, bruh. Shame Shit. on you, South Africa. Shame on you. We know what it's about. You're, you're chicken shit. Spineless. Uh, Eddie, quickly, there's rumours going around that the Balkan Bulldog is going to miss out on selection. You heard. Well, you told me that. Yeah. Um... To say I was shocked, maybe one of the great understatements of all time. Yeah. 
Now, I might be getting a little hyperbolic in my use of all time, but that's how strongly I feel about it. Yep. Because the last time I checked, Tom, the Balkan Bulldog got back-to-back double tons in Sheffield Shield. Hadn't been done since 97, 98. Correct. Hadn't been done in first class since the great Michael Clark went on one of the great runs in, what, 2013? 13, I think. Something like that. And I think to myself, okay, JL, obviously you've got all the clout. Obviously, you got us the Ashes retention last year. Obviously, you know what you're talking about. A pretty good opener. But from where I'm sitting, we've got four test matches to win yeah. so that we can climb that ladder in the test championship and wrestle back number one spot. So we'll see India, presumably, this time next year, or sorry, June, July next year at old uh, at Lords. Mm. That's what that's what I thought this was all about. Yes, that was my understanding. It was win or go home stuff. Yeah, that's from that. That's my win, perspective. Win at all costs. Win at all costs. Win or get fucked. And so I'm a little bit confused, Tom. Why you wouldn't be playing a throbber who has been touted as the next big thing and has been touted as such for a long fucking time? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about the Balkan Bulldog for five years. Yeah, still yet to put on the baggy green. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's put his fucking hand up and gone, how many more runs do I need to score yeah, what's for you the to, amount of to runs? hand me a baggy grant? And look, yes, you could say, oh, yeah, give the incumbents a go. I'm not buying it, mate. No. We've got to jump out of the gate strong. If we lose, we're 1-0 down with four to, with three to play. Like, yeah. you know? Big pressure stuff. It's big pressure stuff. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Full respect to JL. I thought Zendo you were supposed Master. to pick on four. Yeah. Look, if you're a great... If you're a great like Smudge who falls into a slump, which doesn't happen, or Davey Warner who's been in and out of slumps, Manus. we stick with them, mate. We stick with them. But Smoke and Joe, Smoke and Joe hasn't got all this fucking form that we should no. be just so impressed by. Going, oh, Smoke and Joe, you're the best. You score tons all the time. No, because you don't. No, you don't. Sorry, bro, but I thought that the Sheffield Shield was a sounding board. Um, or a proving ground, rather, yes. for where if your score runs at Shield, you get you get elevated. Rarely the case, though, unfortunately. Well, it hasn't been for a long time. No. Because well, like now that we've got a bit of stock running around, oh, we'll just go incumbent. Yesteryear, we're chopping, changing like bloody mad signers. Look, it's disappointing. Am I rolled up? Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are rolled up. And is JL... Have I forgotten about our lost India last, like, last time they came in? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. It's front of mind, actually. Uh, but look, JL... Zendokai master, you know, sensitive new age coach. Trust the process. Trust the process. I'll be upset, but I'll obviously I'll believe in you. But if if Smoking Joe doesn't throb in the two in the first test, then Smoking Joe's got to go. Now, Eddie, time for the segment that has taken the world by storm, literally and very much figuratively. Um. What's going on on the internet with D or Dave or something like that? If someone can think of a better title, let us know. Uh, D it's or a Dave. working title. It's a working title. Firstly, have we got Atomic? We're, nah, still nothing yet from Vanessa. Fuck, I'm how do you know? Refreshing. I'm refreshing the pages. The, mess- the message is still there. Nothing Commander. There. The five Commander. I think the $5 tip, I don't know if she's... That wasn't enough for her. Probably a bit. Do we go? Do we go? Well, I mean, considering that's more than three dollars we just paid to subscribe. That's true. That's two months subscription. Yeah, that's almost two hundred percent more. So she should be, you know. Yeah, I don't think that was a low ball. Now, upon reflection, yeah, I think it was generous. I mean, to put it in our terms, we pretty much sponsor her podcast at the moment, so she should be doing stuff for us. Dave's making good points Mm. here. Anyway, all right. So nothing on the on the OnlyFans front. Nothing on that just yet, but it'll happen soon. It will. 
But anyway, this week on the internet, it's our favorite American, The Rock. Good Lord. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And, well, I mean, I guess he's just put it better than I could probably put it with his caption for this page. Oh, my God. So the the picture is Dwayne standing at the door, at the open door of a Porsche in a leather jacket and a face mask. With clearly someone photographing him in front and from all angles and lots of support crew. Yeah. Nothing about this photo was accidental. No. Um, And basically the caption is, and guess who's too big to fit in yet another sports car and now we have to change the entire shot sequence around. Well, The Rock. Oh, Dwayne. Nice one bragging about your logistics failure and having to set the whole (laughs) production back like a day or two. Um, So he's, he's got a bloody little promotion in for his Netflix show, Red Notice or something. So, um, where's the bait? Stop somewhere around. Yeah, it is. Carry on. So this is, is it's a promo for his movie. Yeah, so he's filming some new movie. Um, pictured here on the ground, setting up the new camera angle. Uh, wrote this in capitals, insane chase sequence where I hop in this <laughs> iconic Porsche and be the badass behind the wheel that I am. Oh, yeah. God, he's hard to fucking get around. And after months of prep and costs, buying and shipping this car over to the States, it's time to rehearse the big chase sequence, and it goes as it follows. Wow, he's got a whole oh dialogue. Oh, good, he's written out the whole right. thing. I love this. Do so we right. want to, like, pick a character no, no. each and we can... Oh, yeah, okay, Eddie, I'll go... Who Do you, do you want to go The Rock or Rawson? I'll go Rawson. Okay, let me be DJ, baby. Uh, so, are we I, up? I'm the... Rawson. Yeah, you're Rawson. Hey, D, let's get you in that Porsche and I'll, li- and I'll line up the shot. DJ. Let's do it. DJ attempts to get into the car only to get stuck because his back is a bit too wide. Rawson. From <laughs> DJ continues to struggle trying to shimmy into this Porsche like a big-ass brown marshmallow getting shoved into a coin slot. He's still saying everything in himself third person. So, Rawson. Wait, can you fit? No. <laughs> Rawson nervously laughs. Are you fucking with me? No. Oh my god! After about 15 seconds of uncomfortable silence, Ross and myself and the entire crew just started laughing our asses off. <laughs> Laugh emoji. Fuck it. Welcome to 2020. Thanks, bro. It's November. In the end, <laughs> in the end, we showed our agility to think quick on our feet and found creative ways to still get the shot. Uh, by creative, he means he just hopped in the car. Now, there's a still image. There's a still image and not a video because he knows he'd be out in the video. They'd be like, bend your fucking knees, bro. Yeah, yeah. We get you in the car, dude. You're in the car. It's not even like it's a tiny, tiny car. No. Like, it's your regular size sports car. How tall is he? Thing. He's about 6'3". He's not that tall. Like, yeah, but he's... He's, he's dude, not 6'10". Yeah, but he's packed on... <coughs> and this is obviously allegedly. I don't want to... But... The the years of like the, whatever the cycle of steroids and fucking whatever else he's putting into his body, cheat meal Sundays aside, uh, he's fucking massive. He is massive, but I'm saying, is he like he's not seven foot massive? I just love the idea of the Rock like laying up in bed at night. He's not as big as Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille would get in there. Shaquille would not fit in there, bro. Shaquille is. Fucking huge! You put the seat back. Can you get the dimensions of the rock, please? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, so it says he's slide the, he'd slide the seat back, bro. He's uh he's one eighty nine centimeters, so only oh, so six foot that... two and a half. It's not that tall. That's not tall. Um, yeah, so he's not that tall. I'm how how, how his... wide's his fucking marshmallow back? Um, <laughs> that's probably a hard thing to actually that's get. A, yeah, I'm just I don't not know if we'll be able to get that. His no, he's a liar. But to be honest, I mean, back in my ball boy days, I literally watched Kevin Proctor and Jesse Bromwich bundle themselves into a little Suzuki Swift. 
So if they can do that, I reckon The Rock can kind of get into a Porsche. Listen, I mean, I'm going to play fucking Dwayne's advocate here. Suzuki Swift and a sports car, different. Both small cars. I'd Both say. small cars, for sure. But there is a part of me that, look, do I think Dwayne's lying? 100%. But also, the only reason I think he could be telling the truth here, it's not so much about whether he's lying or not, it's just about what he chooses to post. You know what I mean? He just likes to post things about himself looking like a fuck. Where he doesn't look like a weapon, but he he, he thinks that this is going to make him look like a, a mad dog. And maybe it is to people. Maybe people love it. I don't know. But I can't they definitely stand do. It. But I mean, if you got 150 million followers, like you're going to have the echo chamber of people being like, "Sick." But maybe he's got that many followers because people love taking the piss out of him. I don't know. I don't think enough. I don't think as many people as you think see through Dwayne's uh, rhetoric. And again. I respect the man. Hardest worker in the room. Hardest worker in the room, all that. But he's just a gimp. Shout out to The Rock. Shout out to The Rock. Probably time to dribble. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Let's do a quick yeah. uh, Tomic video check. Tomic video check. Please, God, Another please. refresh. Nothing? Nope. Let me get rid of this. Nah. Still not looking good. Fuck. So now can I ask a question with OnlyFans? Do you have to pay every time you subscribe to a page? Yeah. yeah. So there's no fee to sign up, but you uh, have to pay per subscription. Okay. And people change their subscription price. Like, she put... I just saw some post on hers before. She put hers down to $3. It was obviously something higher before, but she got a lot of interest, so she put it down so everyone can kind of come on. Uh, okay. But, yeah. Okay. So we're still eagerly awaiting. Hopefully as the dribbles come through. Hope to Christ. Yep. Uh, South East Dribble calling. Uh, thought I'd just share a little yarn with you after listening to the podcast last week. Um, the David Reynolds yarn was all time. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would ask the question, what's the most pissed you've ever been? Now, I've got a couple of little stories for you, both involving the night before weddings. And just a little advice for you two, because I believe you're both engaged. or Yeah, and maybe have weddings coming up. Don't have your... Uh, Bucks party too far away from your wedding because your groomsmen will be tempted to have two Bucks parties. Like in this case, or the cases, uh, one of my best mates had his Bucks party a couple of months before the wedding and the night before the wedding we thought we'd just go and have a few beers and those few beers turned into my mate uh, ending up in hospital getting his stomach pumped right up until an hour before he was meant to get married uh, the next day. So Jesus he was married Christ. at 3 o'clock. Lunchtime, he was still in hospital getting his stomach pumped. They let him out of hospital to get married, to which his bride, I believe, still never know, never knew that happened. Uh, That's that one of the great warpals. And another yarn was actually my wedding. This is probably the most pissed I've ever been. Um the night before my Picking wedding. some bad times to get the most pissed you've ever been. My wedding, the night before my Bucks party, we thought we'd go out and have a few beers. The night and before the Bucks party? No, the boys decided to uh, slap a few 20s into the Queen of the Nile, to which we won $12,000. Wow. And those That's few nice. beers On the blower. me somehow getting home to my parents' place, to which I was meant to be staying in a nice motel, but anyway, uh, I don't remember, I blacked out, so apparently the story goes, one of the formula ones, and dropped me back to my parents' place, and I slept on their laundry floor, 
and woke up the next morning covered in spew, piss, and shit. Oh, my God, and, dude. Good Lord. Weeks, Get it together. My wife only found out because when we were standing at the altar getting married, she said to me, you look like shit. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's because I do feel like shit. Anyway, that's the story. Jesus uh, I Christ. thought you were going to say because you were covered in yeah, your own shit. About, a week or two before. Uh, so then you're not tempted to get on the piss. Cheers. See you soon. Listen, I don't know when the most pissed was. I think we've sort of addressed a few of my indiscretions in the, the most recent weeks of the podcast of a couple. But, like, I've never been so drunk that I spew piss and shit myself. No. The most drunk I've ever been, I think, was certainly one that I can recall. Going down to Melbourne for something. I can't remember why we went down there. I think maybe it was Derby Day. Maybe. Anyway, we got a place down there, went down there early, like early flight down there, 7 a.m. sort of stuff. I think it was cheap. Um, straight to like, straight to a bar on the pierce, and we went to like this rooftop sort of bar thing in the afternoon, and we're just murdering bottles of rose. And rose gets me going, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Bidge diesel. Bidge diesel. Anyway, like next minute, I'm just, we're just flying, right? So pissed. Uh, needed some socks for. Tomorrow for for the races, like me and friend of the show Will won't say his last name in best and less, like stealing socks and shit, like stealing yeah, socks, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, really lowbrow shit. Anyway, next day the boys are like, mate, I think you should get those videos off your Snapchat. I'm like, what do you mean? I was up on the table in our like in the apartment that we'd rented in my undies, like sort of like dancing around, filming myself. Oh my God. Which is for me, yeah, not that's really not a, what that's, I do. That's you know what I mean? Like I don't have any fucking things of me covered in shit, but like dancing my undies to the, for the people's, you know. And putting that up on, on the, on the Snapchat. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's and not. <laughs> you wake up with a bit of regret when you see that, mate. It Dude. just, it just, you break up in a bit of a cold sweat. I'm like, how many anxiety. people have seen this? Hundreds? Yeah. Because it tells you. It tells you how many people see it, and you're like, oh, shit. That's a nightmare. That's nightmare fuel. Mm. Look, I, I did touch on last week when my mum found me hammered in her laundry, and, you know, I was sitting over a bucket, and that's probably as far as I need to get into it. That was probably one of the worst. <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, great question. Shout out to your missus. I can't top your stories, though, bro. No. Let me put it that way. No. Let me put it politely. Yeah. Can't be topped. No. Rocking up to your wedding, stinking of poo, wee, and vomit. Also, like, don't have your bucks the night before. Like, what are you on about? Well, get, make smarter decisions. Have it, like, two months out, yeah. three months well, out. Well, he's saying that if you have it too far out, your mates give you a second one. But Be smarter. Yeah, yeah, be smarter. I guess it's hard after you're in 12 grand, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, g'day, Tom and Eddie, punters and dribblers. It's the milk dribbler here. Uh, just a non-origin-related question. Uh What's everyone's thoughts, except Turncoat Dave, because no one gives a fuck about his opinion anymore, (laughs) on uh, Rabs Warren and the like commentating super rugby games now that Channel 9 owns rugby. I could just kind of picture Gus Gould standing under the goalposts before a Bledisloe Cup, giving everyone his two cents. Anyway, keen to hear your thoughts. Milk soon. Look, Rabs is too old to be doing both sports. You know the term you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to he wouldn't he wouldn't take to it. I still no. I maintain what we said last week. You've got to get Gordon over. Yeah. Brian yeah. Burke. And 
create new rugby union identities. Yes. Like, I don't think they need to be doing both. I think that'd be no. weird. But I also because they wouldn't get it. it. They'd say the wrong things. You'd be like, you know, like when you when you hear a commentator, like, like they think, I think they did it before Origin. And I can't remember if, again, it was Kempy Boy or someone, uh, but they were going through, who did it? I heard it on something. Was it Carl Stefanovic? It was he about Carl. It was yeah. someone, but someone drawing attention to it. And I can't remember whose podcast it was. It was someone, but it was basically Carl Stefanovic trying to read the Queensland team before Origin because he was like doing that shit, mm. and he couldn't get their names right. Like he didn't even know their names. You're like, bros. Mm. It wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. You got to create new identities. Like give Berkey the platform to be great. You know, it was Liam Flanagan on the scorecard, which is a daily sports podcast like in the morning shout out to lamb shout out to scorecard uh i think every morning it comes out gives you a little like six minute fucking sporting hit right. go check it out but that's where i heard it and carl just couldn't get a fucking name right so if you've got the the rugby boys uh, the league is trying to do rugby it's going to be like a shit show and not just the names but it'll be like incorrectly calling plays incorrectly identifying what's happened in the game incorrectly understanding anything that's going on Mm. Wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. So it's a no from me, dog. It's a collective no. Yeah. Hey, boys. I've just seen uh, Jackie Trebojevic helping old ladies onto the train after the game and uh, kissing babies and shaking a few hands. Um, look, if he's not captain by the next game, I'll uh, I'll fucking give it away. Uh, cheers, boys. This soon. Doesn't surprise me about Jake doing that. An absolute stand-up human being. The stand-up. The stand-up human being. Well, him and his brother. Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jake sets the standard. Well, and well exactly. John set the standard. And, and and then it's filters Jake down. Jake sets the standard for the brothers. Yes, exactly. And then when they all have blonde-haired, athletic, throbbing children, mm. then, you know, the standard will continue down the line. But starts with John, make no mistake. And then it probably started with John's old man, who we don't know. We haven't met the grandparents yet. No, we Hopefully haven't. they're still with us. You know, so it, it, it starts at the top, comes way down, tomato farm stock. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the, you know the story. You know the story. Uh, but not surprising that Jake was doing that. Listen, I understand. Was I a little bit surprised he didn't at least get the VC, Jake? Yeah, I was a little surprised. I think we all were. I think we all were. I'm happy for Teddy to be captain. I would have been happy for Jake to be captain. But I'm also like Teddy a bit older, Jake a bit younger. Jake will ascend, should ascend. Uh, but, yeah, surprising to, to, to not have a VC next to his name. But Jake wouldn't have even given a shit. Jake would have gone, that's fine. Jake would have gone and just shaken Nathan and and uh, and Teddy's hands and said, would "Congratulations, have. boys!" And he, well said, he would have said, "There's a job to be done." Yeah, and, and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it. So you can, if you need people to make tackles, I'm your man. Yeah. Now and, and help old ladies on the trains. I'm your man. That's me. If you need me to try and tackle my hog, though, that's just a bridge too far. It's yep. too big, too powerful. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't be done. Everything else, I'm yours. Shout out to Jake. Shout out to Tom. Shout out to uh, to Luke and to Ben and shout out to John who, set, to the, John, who set the standard. Set the standard and the, uh, the the their mum whose name escapes us, but we probably don't want to bring a lovely lady like her into this sullied podcast as it She's was. She's too pure. She's too pure. She's too beautiful. She's lovely. Shout out to the whole Chaboy family from fucking generations ago to present day and future children. Go manly. Peace soon. Peace soon. Literally. No, 100%. Literally. We need to work that out. Probably we'll post Origin, then be out of the bubble, maybe a game of golf, maybe a fucking, you know, night on the pierce, whatever. We'll, we'll work it out. Maybe both. Who knows? Maybe December like 4th or something. Yeah, that could be nice. That Friday. That's mm. December 4th for you, boys. If that's the right date. The Friday, that's the 1st December. First Friday in December. December. Dave, yeah. what date is it? 
uh, the first Friday in December is a fourth. Yep, you're right. That's what we're talking about. New South Wales, where the blues, Queensland, you're gonna lose. What about this place? Nathan Cleary. They say pressure makes diamonds. Well, he's the shiniest diamond of them all. He had the ball on a string. Much like Tom and Eddie had the New South Wales police and RSA officers on a string. (laughs) How you blokes didn't get booted from the venue is absolutely beyond me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, boys, it's uh, Danny Tonic. Danny, Um, I just found Matt Nable on the side of the road, actually. Um, Send our best. Out the front of our Tarman vet clinic, of all fucking places. Um, How we ended up there, I can only attribute to probably a drunken stupor down the Pacific Highway from Fox Sports. Uh, So, yeah, I've just sort of pulled up next to him and out the window. Mate, Naze, what the fuck is going on? What are you doing? What pain? Um, apparently, he's trying to break in. No, no, cut in. We got to cut in. We got to cut yeah, in. Gotta, yeah. Sorry, Danny. Sorry, sorry Danny. Danny. Sorry, Danny. Sorry, Danny. Something's just happened here. Dave, what's happened? So, we've got the message back from Vanessa, but it's not all good news. So, caption My first video with Tomic. He rips my clothes off in the kitchen and touches my dripping wet. Cat emoji. Cat emoji. Shows my pussy and we fucked so hard after. Wet emoji. Unlock for twenty nine ninety nine. After we've already paid her eight bucks, like well, seriously. she's getting another thirty. She's getting thirty off us. Unlock it. That's we'll great. transfer you we'll after transfer the show. You the money, Dave. <laughs> We're good for it, mate. Thirty bucks. That's a lot of bugs. <laughs> We're good for it. We're absolutely good for it. We're good for the thirty eight. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Doctor Van Bloke and Bar for this one. Right, uh, let's go. Oh my, oh my god. god! Sorry, Danny Exotic, but. Is there a full screen we can get? There we go. Lovely home they've got. Okay, so we're seeing a... Bernard! Nard grabbing her hand and... They're standing in the kitchen. And she's leaning up against the sink in a G-Banger. This is crass, but it is what it is. We're doing this for you guys. And he's... he's the Rod Laver of eating ass is... Inspecting. Okay. Well, so far, it's just a lot of... A lot of ass stuff. Yeah. A lot of ass grabbing. Grabbing. A lot of grabbing. Okay. Ariana Grande soundtrack. Okay. What's going on here? A lot of smacking of the ass. That's about mm. it so far. This isn't worth thirty bucks. Not we yet. might. Have, this might have been one of the great wool pulls all time. <laughs> uh, so far, seeming to be like. I mean, we haven't. We haven't seen Tom Bernard yet. It's I haven't just even smacking. seen It's a hand. Look. Just do they smacking. look like tennis players' hands? Yeah, they do. All right. Just sitting up on the sink. Top on. What? Top almost came off. Top, okay, oh. top's off now. Yeah, top's off good. now. 
Still smacking. How much longer is in this video, Dave? Not, Not long, long enough, probably I like, think. Not long. Like, we're just over halfway. Okay. I'm starting to think this is a wool pool. I'm starting to think this is the, the easiest $29. That this, this is a wool pool. <laughs> Buy, beware, this is a wool pool. Can we write this off? Yeah. We can write this off, can't we? Yeah, we can. Shane Case Productions. Expense. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if Burner's getting sick of this. Poor man probably just wants to hit it. And yeah, he is. All he's doing is smacking he's it, just not hitting like, it. Yeah. This is wildly disappointing. It surely gets better. This is appalling. No, this is appalling. This is appalling. I'm calling for a boycott. He's okay. not... He's not... He's just... It's... This is her, this is almost like a video skipping on repeat. It is. Yeah. It's, it's just the same thing over and over and uh, over the, again. The undies are off. Compared to what she just said in the message, this yeah, is that nothing was misleading. Like that. Yeah. I wonder if there's any sort of like regulatory body that comes in and goes, "Well, you 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 promise a little bit more than what we're getting here." That is that was it. Fucking Get atrocious. Fucked. Can we leave an angry comment? Yeah, I think we need to message back and say something because certainly. He did not rip her clothes off. Well, that was the first video. Well, it was not. Nah. No, first no, video no, no, with Tomic. No. Is in this is my first video with Tomic. Yeah, he, right, he rips okay, my clothes right, off, right, which he did right, not. Right. Touches. I was always, I was always a little bit like, is Bernard really going to be? I didn't think it was going really a big lift. On, but also, it's like, and then we fucked so hard afterwards. It's like, yeah, right when you stop filming. Mm. This is such a weird thing. Like, no shout out to whoever does it. Right, I got no, I've got no drums with anyone. Right, making a buck however you want, and she's just made what thirty-eight, thirty-eight. Thirty-seven ninety-nine off yeah. three stand-up guys, uh, which we will be writing off. No, that tax man. Um, but I feel like we've been wool pulled. We one hundred. We thought Nathan Clear is the greatest wool pull of all time. This is the greatest wool pull. No, this time. is the greatest single wool pull in the history of mankind. I'm talking two hundred thousand years. <laughs> That's what I'm saying right now. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. That was appalling. In its treatment of the 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 consumer, the consumer, I... get a triple C onto this, mate. Get the consumer watchdog onto this. This is Dave. Is there any way we can send something into the A triple C? Seriously, get the A triple C up and make a complaint and send him the link. Yeah, go. Listen, do you think we've been wall pulled here? Full disclosure, it might be. Make a consumer complaint. Yes, yes, that's us. Write a letter. All right, contact the agent. Yeah, contact the seller or service provider. I think we're beyond that. No, 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 no. no we're beyond that. No, 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 no. She didn't listen. No, no. We got to go to the. We got to go to the heavies. We're taking this to the top. Contact the HCC for consumers. consumers. Make, make an, an inquiry. inquiry or a customer issue. Yeah, it's a, it's an issue. Do you think an issue? Well, oh, it's 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 beyond an I, issue it's even. A Report it's a more customer than an issue. issue. I'm furious. That's putting it mildly. Report a consumer issue. Yes. <laughs> Now put your Title. name in there, and your full, full D or name. Dave. Yeah, D or Dave. <laughs> D or <laughs> Dave. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Age. Age would be a bit weird if I went under eighteen. Yeah, that's right. Eighteen twenty-four address. Yeah, I'll do all that. No need to mention any of that. No, no, no. Don't need to mention any yeah, addresses. Yeah. Don't need to mention Call phone number, or email address. No. no you can use our email address if you want. I'm a youth. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll do that one. Info at hellosport.com.au. Uh, um, 
name of business. Do you have it? Do you identify as a youth, Dave? You're twenty fucking four, bro. I'm still youth. What do you mean? Are you a youth? Am I? Yeah, where does youth, youth cut dude. off? Is yeah. he youth? Well, he's not older Australian. Well, I'm still is a... Oh, okay. Just we're looking at options. He's yeah, not chronic no, no, no. illness. Well, am I? He's not indigenous. Huh, it depends how you define chronic. Yeah, that's true. Chronic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even do any of that. Shit, OBN, 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 okay, let's just go to the description. We can finish up later. All right, description. Hi um, there. Like to report. Uh, we would like one to. One of the great, we'll, the greatest we'll, we'll in history of mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to to report. Oh, I would. I would. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be. Yeah, yeah. I would like to report the greatest yeah, wool pull of all time. Is wool pull one word or two words? Two words. Two words. Hyphenated. No, uh, no, I don't no, know. I think that's Wool pull right. in the history of human. In the, in the history of mankind. of mankind. And then in brackets, two hundred thousand years. <laughs> plus. Plus. Two hundred. Thousand plus, plus years. years. Yep. Um. Uh, uh, the mm. the wool pull in question. Yeah. <laughs> Capital T, Dave. Sorry, I don't look mate. like fucking. This is a bush sentence. league, mate. Man, I'm used to having my autocorrect. The wool pull in question revolves around um, OnlyFans account. Uh, the uh, the only provider. Account, well, what? no, the OnlyFans account of. Yeah, yeah the OnlyFans accounts of. Of. Vanessa, yeah, Sierra, and her and her lackey, Bernard Tomic, yeah, of brackets of tanking in tennis tournaments fame, brackets double of, brackets of of, of ass eating fame, of the Rod Laver eating ass <laughs> fame, fame. <laughs> yeah, so of tanking in tennis matches slash the Rod Laver of eating ass fame, Thank you. slash slash Rod Laver. Of eating um, ass fame. Yeah, I'll fix that later. The Rod Laver. Yeah. Capital R, capital yeah. L for Rod. And capital O and F for OnlyFans. Jesus Christ. Is it? Yeah, dude. Well. No, well, I feel like it's not. That's just how it looks, isn't it? I think their whole typeface thing, it's like I think he's case. got an account, dude. Yeah, that's true. Dave's got an account. He knows well, what's up. Actually, no, you might be right looking at the thing there. Well, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, we'll Here's get to bitch that. now. <laughs> um, what's a lackey? Just BT dubs. Like the offsider. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, like yeah. Um, slash the Rod Laver eating ass fame. Um, uh, we 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 parted in, with we invested our hard earned we money. Were, we were we were forced to part. Forced? No. no, no. We willfully paid the subscription fee and an extra five dollar tip. Yeah, we will. Yeah, the subscription fee of f- subscription fee three dollars as, as well. Three dollars. Yeah, subscription yeah. brackets three dollars. Uh, $3, as well as nearly double that in a tip. Yeah. As well as nearly double that value. Well, we do have a character limit, so we're, we're good for now, but... Um, good to know, though. In a tip. Uh, for the video of Bernard Tomic. For the apparent, or the video of... Well, because we need to tell the, them that what we purchased was not what was, was promised. What we were expecting. No. Well, we can almost copy and paste her quote of what she yeah, described. Yeah, yeah, put the quote, get the quote. Yeah, and then put it in for quotation marks. Video which was described as. As follows. You need oh, to put the, 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 value, the value of the, the, the video is important. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that in as well. They need to know the value. Yeah, it was yeah. $29.99. Uh, for. Just we could say for a video, we then learned we had to pay an extra thirty dollars. We can say oh for just say we paid thirty eight thirty eight ninety nine or thirty seven ninety nine total total yeah. for the video described as Inc. Such. GST. We Inc. GST paid. dot 
We'll be getting the GST back on the bath. Fucking oath. What was it? Thirty seven ninety nine? Thirty seven ninety nine Inc. GST. Thirty seven ninety nine Inc. dot GST. Where am I? Inc. dot GST. Were you alive before GST? Of you probably Yeah, it was two thousand and two, mate. Or two thousand. Was that when you were born? No, no, no. That was when GST came in. Yeah, right. I only when know that because I was born 98. 98. Oh. Yeah. I like 2003. <laughs> <laughs> like Did when Punk started or something. See a video which was described as follows. Yep. Yeah. And then we've got her thing, including Perfect. emojis. Yep. Keep the emojis. They're of important. course. Yeah. Very important. Um, um, much to our dismay, much to our horror. Yeah. Said, the, how, said get the video. length of the video. The, the, the two, two, two and a half minute video. Uh, 245. 245. The two minutes 45 video was nothing but, but it was nothing but us smacking. Mm. And, as you and can, then falls up shocking, right? Question mark. <laughs> how uh, uh, how the, do we get our money? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what avenues can we explore to? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. yeah. What what avenues can this disgruntled consumer explore so that <laughs> we might rectify, or so that we might be re- so that I might be reimbursed? Yeah, explore. Yours sincerely, so dear. Dave. <laughs> we might be reimbursed. <laughs> so, so I have a bit of a, like a looking forward to hearing your reply, or uh, oh, eagerly awaiting your reimbursed. Spelt wrong. Um, well, it wasn't. So well, there you go. Sorry, I was just looking at it the It should have been a question mark, though, yeah. Ah, there you go. Uh, sincere, you're sincerely Dior Dave. That's fine. Dior Dave on another line. Yeah, yeah, you got to enter that down, Dave. Come on, bro. Did you go to school, bro? First time sending an email. A while bro. ago. <laughs> we just sent And a attach a photo of yourself. Can we attach a photo? <laughs> Dude, that's... Just me with a really dis- disappointed face on sad it. Face? Yeah. 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 Sad face? Yeah, sad face. Yeah. Or we well, do we not? We don't want to get him... No, no, no. no. no just let's send that. Or just put send a, attach a photo of Jordan Barrett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> P.S. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that looks like me, but I don't think that's Jordy Barrett. No, get no, the black him. and white no, one. No, no, this is the that's one I'm him. talking about. This oh, is the you model. meant not like Jordan. Like, like this guy, all not Jordan. Get, no, Jordan. No, no, like no, no, we're talking about the model yeah, yeah. that we get you fucking... That, that's a nice looking sad that one. That one's pretty, that one's pretty oh, yeah, sultry. Pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he looks sad as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's devastated. Devastated. Um, and then say, P.S., I've attached a photo of myself looking somber. Yeah, yeah, P.S. Sincerely, Dior's Dior Dave, then P.S., I attached a photo of myself looking somber. Is that it? Yeah. No, I touched a photo of myself after watching a video or like PS P.S. Fuck mate, it's really official, isn't it? Yeah, fuck Wait, it's yeah. the A Triple C day. What are you on about? <laughs> this is the highest court in the land. That's just a photo of me taken immediately after viewing the video. Um Sad as you can tell. As video. you can see I look rather somber. Yeah. As you can see, I look Immensely somber. Um, now, before we send it off, make sure that we copy all of this uh, and save it somewhere because we yeah, will have yeah. to uh, repost this at some point. Um, and to the punters and dribblers who have been sitting through this whole crafting, just know that I'm not editing shit from this <laughs> whole little thing. This is... You're getting us live complaining to the ACCC. Nah. nah. Good. Send. Send it. You touched a photo? We pre- yeah, I touched a photo. Do we need to preview it? Yeah, it's pretty oh, yeah, I think that's the next step anyway. So who's wearing this horse? 
Can you can you screenshot the whole fucking? Yeah, yeah, I this? should be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's just make sure that's correct, Mister Dior Dave. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get that's a good yeah, screenshot yeah, yeah. you want the screenshot of. Righto, done. Attach, ascend, submit. Done. We are awaiting your response. A triple C. Balls yeah. in your court. Balls in your court. A triple C. That Ball was a fucking wall pull. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Back to dribbles. Yeah, sorry, Danny yeah. Exotic. That's we're not going back to yours though, bro. Um I actually am gonna quickly slash. Yeah, cool. My God, bro. What I can't that? believe after all of that. Thank God it came through at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's good content, but that was fucked. Back to it, Ed. Headphones on. We we passing on Danny's. Next one. Yeah. Yep. Next sorry, one. Danny. Cool. Sorry, bruh. Sorry, bruh. Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da. Ba-da-da. Oh, you fucking blue. Eat a big bag of shit, Queensland. Eat a big bag of shit, Neil, Dave. Take your Eat legs. Fucking Queensland spirit now. You dumb brick. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me thinks that was Neil, sir. Who's a Queenslander? Anyway, boys. Uh, Scotch and Coke here. Oh, no. My favourite up and go flavour. Oh, you don't want to know what mine is? Favourite up and go flavour? Choco ice. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, Can't Used to have them all the time when I was young. It's like, oh, this is just a meal or like a breakfast. You know, if you're on breakfast. Uh, on the two wheel bits of milk. Yeah. Two wheel bits of milk. In and up and go. I reckon Not that... Not to mention like kilos of sugar. Though. I reckon that in terms of marketing, that was one of the, one of the great strategies to say, look... Why not pass on your two milk, your two wheat bits of milk, and have this sugar packet? This this little popper full of sugar. That was so good, though. They were, dude, a cold up and go. Nice. Thanks for coming. Remember at boarding school, you'd have them before training, dude. But I would have them for breakfast. And when we were in year twelve, you had your own bedroom. Yeah, and, and fridge? I just had a little fridge yeah. filled with up and goes. Perfect. Bang, smashing up and go off to class. So, and you'd you'd get up and you'd go, and you'd go. Probably have a sugar crash at some point. Fall asleep and you'd be period. going. But you'd be going for a bit. Mm. Shout out to Up and Goes. Supposed to the podcast. Wouldn't mind a couple kicking around. Yeah, wouldn't be good to have. Yeah, g'day, Tom, Eddie, punters, dribblers, Dior Dave, Kai here. Uh, looking forward to a uh, Game 3 decider, Suncorp Stadium. Getting real vibes from Munster. Osmosis vibes as well. I reckon he's going to hit the pitch lose all his hair and morph into Darren Lockyer. Um, man, if the Wallabies can get up, surely, surely Queensland can get up there, trust and nut. Speaking of Wallabies, uh, calling out the hitman. Uh, no union dribble from you in a while, mate. Where have you been? Um, also, boys, calling you out. Where's the uh, Steph versus Steph Curry basketball game? Also, beat test vibe. Yeah, I was really looking forward to that and it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Uh, shout out no. to... Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys, also to uh, Bone Doctor, uh, self fellatio soon. Cheers. I feel like this dude's maybe a newer, a newer like uh, he's maybe found the podcast recently because he's shouting out the Tasty Boys. Not that that's a new thing, but you know, and I think it was Bone Man who was the auto fellatio man. But he's probably come along and he's heard all of these fucking things that we have done but just haven't released yet. The worst one, the one that's most criminal, is the beep test because we do have all that footage. I just fucking haven't got it. Why haven't you put it out? I started editing it and then I just didn't finish it. That's all. That's that's the long and short of it. I went, oh, fuck, I need to do this, that, and I just didn't do it one day and then I just stopped. But it is there. It's fucking, it's coming. 
It's coming. Uh, and so Seth versus Steph, but that one's a little... That's in the works still. I appreciate you owning up to not putting the beep test out because I feel like I would have copped all the licks for not putting that out. No, no, that's on me. That's on me. Dio Dave also made the beep test, which we still need to release. Probably a good summer drop. Mm. It's a good summer drop. Really good summer drop. Really good summer drop. Yeah. Beep test in the sun sort of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Shout out to that guy for calling us out. Kai. And Hitman doing rugby union dribbles isn't really necessarily something that I think is specific to Hitman. Does he do rugby union dribbles? No, I think Hitman dribbles what Hitman wants, sort of. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Hasn't dribbled for a while, though. No, he hasn't. Well, I think he did one that was like six minutes and then it didn't get played, and I think maybe that fucking... Oh, that rattled him. That rattled him a little bit. <laughs> come back to us, Hitman. Yeah, come on, Hitman. Come back. Yeah, g'day, Tom and Eddie, P's, D's, and Dribblets. Hmm. Uh, it's the last dribble here. Just got a question for Eddie. Um... I was just going for a bit of a walk this afternoon and wandering up around the park and noticed there was a game of touch going on um, and sat down, had a bit of a watch for a while and noticed there's a lot of people wearing hats, which is something that I don't often see when watching normal contact sports. Um, And I guess I had a question, A, are you a hat wearer or anyone on the bus are they hat wearers? And B... Can you tell much about a player from where they wear a hat or how they wear the hat? Because just from the, you know, 15 minutes I was sitting there, I sort of got the vibe that the no-cap wearers, generally just a good, honest footballer, probably a role player, probably gets around the club after the game, the real engine room of the club. Then you got the sort of forward hat wearers. They're, they're generally the, your out-and-out footballer and they... You know, might be wearing it for practical purposes, block the sun, that sort of thing. Then you got your reverse hat wearers, which is another story. They're your sort of showy wannabe alphas of the team. They love a bit of a show and go or a poorly directed flick pass and something like that. But they love getting around the club after telling telling uh, their teammates who are actually at the game how many tries they set up, which. Um, yeah, there's a strong correlation as well, I think, between the reverse hat wearer and the singlet wearer. Potentially a fluoro boot combo as well. But, um, yeah, anyway, I would love to know your thoughts and um, any other sort of examples of unusual apparel you've seen on the footy field. Um, good to hear any stories. But, yeah, anyway, speak soon. Mate, great question. Good question. Uh, I don't wear a hat, no. Bucks... We don't, there's not a whole lot of hat wearers in the side, I'll be honest, like maybe one or two. I know Chris Mushin wears a hat, but he's a trier, Chris. Like he, he gets through his work. He, is he, he a Dale Finucan? He, he defend, yeah, he is a bit of a Dale. He defends his heart out. He, he attacks a line. He swivels the hips and he, he makes a lot of line breaks. And he's the org- he wants, he's the one that organises. He Sounds gets, a bit more than a Dale then. He, well, it is a bit more than a Dale, he is. But he's, he's a Dale in his approach on the football field, but then off it, he's, he's admin, right? So right. he pays all the fees, he gets okay. all the jerseys, so he plays a real role. So I can't knock him for the for the hat wearing there. There are, though, some blokes down there that wear the hat. Now I'm a hat backwards guy, I'll be honest. Generally speaking, the hat backwards guys, 
Throw cutout balls. Throw cutout balls that get intercepts. Uh, and then go for interceptions. They go themselves. for interceptions. Like, yeah, they, they sort of, you could say as a general rule of thumb that the blokes with the hats backward, they rate their game. Yeah. Or they rated the game they used to play in yesteryear. That's me. Now, has the game fallen off a cliff in the decade since? Almost certainly. Have they skipped a beat? Yes. Do they throw cutout balls that get intercepted every game? Yeah, they do. Do they run out of puff real quick? Yeah, they do. Yeah. But they used to have a bit of alpha in them, and you know what's left? The hat. Yeah. And that's how that's sort of, they wear it as like a badge of honor. I mm. used to be great, now I'm not. Look at me now. I'm just going to go for, I'm not going to try and earn a victory or mm. earn, so I'm just going to go for the, the low percentage play. Yeah. Put my defense under pressure by going for an intercept, mm. throw a fucking two man cutout ball, mm. drop the ball, lose mm. my tags. Yeah. Where are my tags gone? Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's many blokes down there wearing the hat to be sun safe. Not no. that I've seen. No blokes blokes that are bald will wear them. You know what I mean? You see bald blokes getting around in hats a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But by the by, that's my assessment on the hat wearer. I think that, I think he did a pretty good summation you of did. the hat situation. Yeah, yeah. But I think they wear it as like an ode to yesteryear, generally yeah. speaking. I was a bit of a I, I used to be a flashy cunt, yeah. and now I'm shit. Yeah. But I've got a hat on backwards. <laughs> I've got a hat on backwards. Look at me go. Yeah. He's come back with a second dribble here. Let's see if this is good. Yeah, fellas, last dribble here again. Uh, apologies for the double dribble, but um, I got into a bit of a Google session, Googling unusual bits of headgear that have popped up in various sports and saw some footage from uh, a bloke back in the 80s, I think it was, in the AFL, wearing a bike helmet on his head as he was playing the game, which I thought was... Can Quite you find novel, that? really, considering there probably wasn't too many genuine headgear um, pieces going around back in the day. But it reminded me, um, I used to play cricket back in the day. was never a great cricketer, obviously. But um, my parents weren't overly blessed with dollars, so I had to raid the old... My dad was a school teacher as well, so I had to raid the old um, the equipment shed for, for gear. And um, being a public school, didn't really have the newest bit of kit going around and I pulled this old helmet out which I thought was fucking killer at the time it was one of those old sort of cricket helmets with the plastic guard in the front and anyway this was back in this was probably you know mid to late 90s people had genuine grey nick sort of you know metal guards going around at that point so anyway rolled out to the first game and I got fucking heckled by the other team to the point that I couldn't wear the thing. I ended up actually taking the plastic guard off and going full Greg Chapel out there <laughs> the next game because I was that embarrassed. But, um, yeah, eventually got thrown into the back of the shed. But I was just wondering if you guys had any stories from uh, when you were kids and you got made to wear something that you probably didn't really want to wear in uh, retrospect and the resultant backlash as a result. Anyway, uh, old school equipment soon. Chat. Oh, gee, I don't know. The only thing that comes to mind is mum used to make me wear school shoes to school when we were in high school, and I used to take them off and put my etnies on, like, when I'd left the house. What do you mean? Like, I used to wear, like, black shoes. And Who I'm the like, fuck didn't wear school shoes to school? At, what, at Dubbo South? Oh, right. Okay, so that was a skate shoe yeah, high yeah, yeah. school. And I was like, no, nah, these are disgusting. I'm not wearing them. And I used to swap them out because I was mortified. Now, really? Is that, 
what we're talking about. Well, no, no, but I mean, you maybe don't have a completely applicable situation. I used to wear headgear, but like most kids I well, did yeah, when I we were younger. Well, yeah, I wore headgear, wore shoulder pads. I yeah. wore gloves when I was 14 because I thought it was cool. And oh, my God. Like doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but Sterling was doing it in fairness. Yeah. That's what I mean. In fairness, Sterling was doing it. Like, gloves were a fucking thing at some point. Because of Sterling. Because of Sterling. Yeah. I was 14, played 5'8", thought I was fucking, you know, hat backwards sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, I used to wear uh, could you imagine too. Tom gloves on, shoulder pads, headgear, hat backwards? Yeah, on the, on top of the headgear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely unnecessary, and probably had my sleeves taped up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I was one to tape sleeves up when I was playing young years, especially soccer because the jerseys were all so big. The they looked like big. dresses. On yeah, you, they would dangle around like my like my wrists almost, and I'd have to tape them up. But I did used to wear gloves to footy trainings in the morning just because it was fucking cold. That's a different die. sort of glove, though, yeah. right? That's like a, a mitten. Mm. No, but it was still... I think they were bike gloves. Like, like I don't know, cycling gloves. Did you just want to wear gloves? Be honest. No, my hands were just fucking cold and couldn't catch a ball in the morning. Okay. I needed well, that's all right. Look, but I, did, I, I did used to wear lots of headgear and pads because I was consistently the smallest player on the field. I don't know if I had anything that I like was forced to wear that I didn't want to wear. I probably loved all the shit. I can tell you a story when it went wrong. So we went down to we went to Canberra for the year six excursion yeah. and mum didn't get me snow gloves. She got me like fucking regular gloves. And like so What are you, regular gloves? Like Cotton wool. Oh, okay, right. Like wool, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah, wool, yeah. right? And we get down there, and everyone's playing in the snow, and like everyone's throwing snowballs, <laughs> and then I'm like loving it, right? But as you know, expected, the gloves start to retain a bit of water from the snow, and then they start to get like wet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, what do I do? Like, it's freezing cold. And then we go up to the top of the mountain. I've got these wet gloves on. (laughs) And then I'm pretty sure frostbite starts to kick in. And I'm a complete mess. I've never been, my hands have never been cold. I thought I was going to lose them. And I was like basically over in the corner in tears while all my mates played in the snow. And I was with the teacher begging to go back down the bottom because I was like, thought my hands were going to fall off. And I go, mum, what the fuck? Why did you not get me normal ski gloves like everyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just what? She's obviously had a... She shit the bed on that Well, one. she shit the bed, yeah. yeah. So, you know. Fingers all good, though. Well, they're with us. Yeah. But only by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Where were your eyes at that point? Because it might have... That would have... You don't want to draw they attention. They were full of water. No, but I mean, like... No, they'd been fixed. They'd been fixed? Yeah, okay. this is your six. Oh, okay. So this is when your eyes... Because, I mean, I'm just saying, if you couldn't see as well, that's when a fucking nightmare. Yeah, well, it stayed with me. It stayed with me. Again, not overly relevant. That's all we've got, though. And I can't <laughs> think of anything, so... There you go. Good dribble. There's a photo of the AFL guy in a bike helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that looks ridiculous. Was there a reason? How is that even fucking legal? I think, well, from the looks of like this photo especially, it seemed like the outside was padded. So it's probably the same stuff inside, but it wasn't hard outside. So there's a bit of padding there, at least mm. if you hit into it. You just wonder. Like, that would stop a concussion. But maybe he had like a head injury? Maybe. I don't know. It looks fucking ridiculous, though. Yeah, g'day boys, it's the uh, green and gold dribbler here. Uh, first time dribbler, looking very forward to losing my dribbling virginity. Just going to break this phone call up into two segments, if I may. Uh, first segment being... What's your right? What blows my mind. Uh, what really fucking blows my mind is that sanity still exists. How are they... Still afloat when old people sensational DVD <laughs> trading epicenters like Blockbuster and Video Easy have fallen to the wayside. But here you go into any any town, 
Kicking goals, yeah. Probably still one of their hot, like one of the most um, profitable businesses. Punching above its weight, yeah. Guys, my gears. No fucking charging points near your bed in a hotel room. What is up to that? There needs to be an investigation. Royal Commission. Australian standard that there is a charging point for your phone in any hotel room. Anyway, boys, appreciate the dribble. Uh, look forward to your thoughts. Thanks, bye. That motel in Bathurst we stayed at didn't have one next to the bed. Didn't it? I used, to have, I used my laptop. See, I feel like mine did. Mm, I was robbed twice. Really? Mm. It is an absolute travesty when you don't have a charging port next to your bed. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? We're living in 2020. There should be a USB port next to every bed. Well, you'd think so. Especially in the modern ones. Yeah. Mm. Now it was the motor in Bathurst, whatever the fuck it was called. It wasn't modern. I liked it. It was comfortable. It was comfortable. Shout out to the Bathurst Motor Inn. Yeah. But they could do better with their PowerPoint placement. But that's, you know, mm. that's by the by. Just on that sanity, I think it was uh, Aaron Gox, the comedian, when he was doing some Goxy. regional tours. Did you see that as sanities well? Sanities of Australia. He and did just a tour of Sanities of Australia. So, so wherever he'd go, he'd just go and get a photo at the yeah. Sanity. If you want a definitive list of all the Sanities that are still standing, go to Aaron Gox. I reckon he'll sort you. Great point, Dave. Mm. Great point. Busy as always, I imagine. He's and he's. recording this in a toilet. Mm. He's on the drum. Big manly fan here. He's on the drum. I would like to ask a question, Tom and Eddie, of your best manly thirteen. Yeah, I'm not naming no. my best manly thirteen. No, I can't be fucked. Right, it. This one's a double, and uh, they both start. Imagine losing to a third string Queensland team. You bunch of cocklets. No, bro. We aren't taking these licks. What lick are we taking? That's what I mean. We won. We won. You can't be trying to lick us, bro. Dave's taking licks today. He's got a second. Hi, Dribblet. I just love Nathan Hindmarsh because we're the blues. Does she mean Nathan Cleary? Yeah, she does. <laughs> well, she might make... I mean, Nathan Hindmarsh is very good looking as well. Yeah, I mean, not currently. Not on current form. And Hindmarsh was all right back then. I wouldn't, I wouldn't class Hindmarsh as really good looking. I just wonder whether she was meaning Cleary. She might have been, but she also might have a thing for, that night for Nathan. That's true. Hindy could be. Both proud New South Welshmen. Too. Both proud New South Welshmen. Good to hear from the dribblet. G'day, Selman Eddie. It's Andy uh, Dave. It's Pinky here. Oh, yeah. Uh, calling in as I'm heading out of Dubbo, Eddie's uh, former hometown. Just wanted to call up and say what a uh, beautiful spot it is. Gorgeous. I enjoyed myself. Very green. Exponentially. Big shout out to the uh, country, uh, the cattle country motor in oh, of me. Hell of a Great spot. establishment. Uh, really nice. If anyone's looking for a, a little holiday out of Sydney, looking to spend their money in Australia, go out to Dubbo. Treat yourself. It's a really nice holiday. I've actually uh, treated myself to a, a local and played the poker machines. Because as we all know, country pokies pay out more. And it has. 
good old more chilies paid out for me. Love that. So I just wanted to call up and uh, ask you, what's your favourite poker machine to play, whether in Sydney or uh, in the country towns? See you soon. Wouldn't mind a pokey sponsorship. Aristocrat, where are you? <laughs> where you at? Look, I've always been a... Oh, now the words. Now I'm aware of the gold man. I no, did have a video I'm production a... company called More Chilies because we won the money that bought us all of our equipment off a More Chilies pokey win. Mm. So, you know, there's a piece of my heart that will always be with the More Chilies machine, but where's the gold pays out? Mm. The first machine I won on, Queen of the Nile. So she's got a special part in my heart. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of the one. I don't dra- the- five dragons, eight no, dragons. No, no. Lucky 88, Genghis Khan. 88. Yeah. Lucky 88. Lucky 88. Lucky 88's my go-to now. I honestly almost don't get around anything but... Uh, I'm a dishy guy now. Where's the gold? Look, if I'm looking to part with hard-earned, straight to the tab. That's me. I If I've got a few like low-down notes, you know, you're five, between fives and then 20. If I, From five to 20, if I'm... If I'm settling in, maybe, but I'm, I'll chuck a five or a ten in and sort of slap down on where's the gold, get a couple of dynamite features, then try and maybe Professor Gold or Peter Panner, maybe even find the dog. Mary Money, probably not going with her on a feature. I don't know why. It's not. It's nothing to do with her being a woman, I can guarantee I'm you I'm a that. Peter Panner guy. Peter Panner's a, he's a good man to go to. Uh, but I just grew up on where's the gold. And it's a fun game to play. So, obviously, gambling helpline, I don't know what it is. Don't take the piss. But definitely where's the goal for me. Yeah. And shout out to Aristocrat if you want to sponsor us. Mm. Shout out to my mate Benji, who's been on holiday with, in Mollymook with the boys and just won a minor for like 1400 So, clearly, the country pokies. Like the I rural like towns, that. Country pokies yeah, pay out. They do. Hop in your like... cars. Go west. Support rural New Poke South Wales. <laughs> and in doing so, win big. Yep. Hey, Tom Eddie, Dior, Mule from Steel City and the Gong. Just wanted to shout out Neil Sailor over Castro in your dirty turncoat. <laughs> Don't fucking come around here calling me out on my post on the P's and D's page just to proceed to laugh, react your own and then when you don't get the response you want. Delete it, bruh. <laughs> anyway, fuck off back north of the border, you dirty cunt. Fuck you. <laughs> there, boys. Shit. Oh, don't take on Steel City, mate. Nah, I just love that the the uh, rhetoric from the P's and D's page has spilled over into uh, the podcast. Obviously, a couple of comments going awry there. I have no idea what his post was. He could have given us some clarity there. It would have been nice, but that's but, all right. Look, Nilso copping a beating. Shout out to Nilso. Good man, Nilso. He's but, a great man. I mean... He's just taking his licks at the moment. He's definitely taking his licks. Now, there was a report somewhere going around that there could even be a photo of Neil Sow in a Broncos jersey. I heard that somewhere. I don't know if that's true, but imagine that Mr. Newcastle in a Broncos jersey. Boys, I don't know if you saw, if you're friends with Nielsen on Facebook, but about five days ago, that must have been just after Wednesday, he changed his profile picture to one Josh Adokar celebrating a win. So he's really trying to, and then, and then uh, yesterday, I think it was, changed it back to a picture of himself. So I mean, is he the tur- is he a double turncoat, a triple turncoat? New South Wales born, went to Queensland when they were good, and now back to New South Wales. Double turncoat. Double mm. turncoat. He's turned it all the way around. So done a three sixty. Three sixty yeah, coat. Three sixty coat. That's Look, more of a, that's more of a, a fucking gown. <laughs> It's almost a, it's a snuggie. One it's of a those it's a snuggie. He's got a snuggie on. But he'll come out of it. Well, that's it, Eddie. Uh, another 
Fantastic show. Shout out to Nilso there, taking his licks, getting smacked. Yep. Just uh, uh, just a little update. We've got a confirmation email from the ACCC. Yep. Responses will usually be provided within 15 business days. So okay. Hang tight. Watch this space. Watch this space. We'll keep you abreast. We're taking this all the way to the top if possible. It's all. It's with the best. It's with the top. Exactly. Uh, but like you say, I'm not. I'm not against going to the High Court, no. Supreme Court, yeah, yeah, mm. highest court in the land. Mm. Uh, all right, that's us. Um, merch literally en route. Got some hats and stubby coolers. Fold your ass. Uh, they've been paid for. They've been paid for. Ready to rip for the punter and the dribbler. We'll let you know when you can get them. Uh, but it'll certainly be in time for Christmas. Uh, so keep an eye out. Bye bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.